0: 3rd 2019 thanks for tuning into the free agents podcast you found it go ahead and congratulate yourself i'm jd skeets alongside me a man who i've missed oh so dearly haven't seen him in like a week it's mellis it's
1: crazy huh it's
0: been too long man (laughs) you've changed your beard got longer right back at you different got a nice tan finally making all this magic happen live from his basement here in atlanta it's jd back to the bottom guys
2: wow We
0: have completely come full circle now, the three of us recording an NBA podcast in JD's house. Crazy. That's how we started back in 2006. Here we are now in 2019, because it's just the three of us here today for the new Free Agents podcast. Trey is up in Illinois wearing puka shell necklaces and (laughs) doing high-platform cannonballs. Guy's getting risky with those. Lee's over in London, England, I think. Is that right? I can't I keep track so. of Lee. Pretty sure he's in London, England, enjoying the BJ life. Bon Jovi, <laughs> Billy Joel concerts. And Matty oh well, he's here in Georgia. He's just got tired of us, I think. He's just <laughs> he's trying to get a dog out of his pool area. That happened recently. He's probably talking to management. So it's just the three of us. The OGs here. Tass, JD, and myself. Here's what this podcast, by the way, is not Today. Here's what it is and it is not. It is not a podcast, unfortunately, letting you know where we are officially going to land after NBA TV. We're still in the process of figuring all of that out. But once we know, you will know. And how do you know? You can subscribe to this podcast, which hopefully you guys have already done. It's on iTunes. I believe it's on Stitcher. I think it's on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify. I know it's on Spotify. You got to search a little bit, but it is there. Yeah, you gotta search my name for some reason. Yeah, you gotta throw Jason Doyle and then the free agents in, and then it pops up, no problem. Uh, you can also follow us on our new Twitter and Instagram Instagram, excuse me, accounts, the free agents19. The free agents 19. And you can email us at thefreeagents2019 at gmail.com. So much love to everybody that's already followed us on Twitter and Instagram and emailed us. We really appreciate it. Subscribe to the show, five stars only. Everybody knows that. Really, really appreciate it. Here's what this podcast is. Let's get to it. It's a team-by-team look at every reported move of free agency. We're going to discuss the moves they've made, maybe players they've lost, and sort of grade their overall off-season direction, talk about what they did. Maybe Tass and I disagree on some of them. Who knows? We're going to find out. We haven't talked about this in advance, and we'll get it all down. So we obviously have tons to talk about. But first, again, it's July 3rd. It's about 2 p.m. Eastern here. The NBA still awaits word of what Kawhi Leonard is going to do in free agency.
1: This is a blast. I'm literally watching Kawhi Leonard step off of an airplane in Toronto on the tarmac, and now we're... I'm hot, JD. It is like we're back in year one. (laughs) My mic is super hot. Uh, Yeah, Kawhi Leonard is walking off a plane. Where is he going? The helicopters are following him as he travels down the highway in his SUV. What a blast this is.
0: This is... I mean, this is like OJ-type material here. We have helicopters following these cars, which we believe one of them contains Kawhi. We don't know that for a fact, but everybody thinks that. Yeah, it looked
1: like there was a man limping off of the airplane. It was very much a Kawhi limp walk. Okay. So it looked like him getting into one of the SUVs. Wow, and so is what? Great. He is—he's is going to a hotel. Here. Yeah,
0: he's going to a hotel in Toronto to meet, in theory, with what Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster and the Raptors organization, and, sure. and have his final meeting. We know he's had his meetings in LA with, the, I guess, the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah, so we're there here. were reports he had his meeting with the Raptors in in California.
1: Right. So, so is this the so second what, meeting? <laughs> what is happening? It's July third, and there's me- There's still meetings happening. I imagine he is meeting with somebody. I, I don't think he's hanging with Drake.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, this is, like, it is funny, because, of course, we're we're following, so we're trying to follow this live right now here on Twitter, and we were going to wait. We were waiting, we were waiting, we were waiting to do this. You know, all this news started breaking on June 30th, free agency news, of course, and then the first and the second, there's been a million moves that we got to get to, and signings and all that, but we were like, ah, maybe we just wait for Kawhi. I felt like it was coming today, July 3rd. You know, after we heard that the meetings were happening... And again, it felt like all three were happening in California. I was like, okay, July 30th is going to do it before the 4th, and we'll be good to go. Because it feels like an eternity even though it's July 3rd. Yeah,
1: it definitely feels like it's been a long time. Yeah. But July 4th is pretty historic for guys signing Kevin Durant, LaMarcus Aldridge, Gordon Hayward the last few years. So it wouldn't be surprising if he goes yeah. till, till July 4th. Yeah, definitely seems like forever. Uh, but Kawhi Leonard going to take his time. Uh, that is... Undoubtable, and, and yes, we're literally watching helicopters fly and uh, cover this. The SUVs going down the highway, but I don't think anyone should be surprised by that. Raptors fans are buck nutty for their team. It does feel like 2006. I'm using that word, uh, <laughs> and uh, it, it shouldn't be surprising to anybody. Oh they're my, they're oh waiting my. at a, there are fans waiting at a hotel because apparently, reportedly, that's where he'll be meeting Raptors brass now. If he doesn't sign with the Raptors, this is the time that we will see a riot. There wasn't a riot for the actual championship, but I think it would be it would kind of be expected of Raptors fans maybe, you know, to turn it up a notch today.
0: Twitter is going crazy too with the helicopters and this type of coverage on live television in the, in Canada and then across Twitter and all that because people are now saying, "Well, hold on, hold on. Isn't this what Kawhi doesn't want? This like next-level attention?" Like, you're hurting, like, people are like, you're. the Raptors are hurting themselves here now.
1: Yeah, he should just say, hey, turn this plane back and turn it around go to San Antonio if he doesn't want the attention.
0: Yeah. I,
1: he's going to go play in Los Angeles with LeBron and Anthony Davis and or Los Angeles with the Clippers and or Toronto where he's got a country behind him. I don't buy that. Yes, he's going to have a lot of basketball fans. He's going to have two million fans as as there were at the championship parade. Yeah. He's, he is part of a... a a an industry where there are fans i mean what that's yeah, gonna happen yeah. this it's a celebrity culture celebrity lifestyle yeah i i don't know i think the the good out far outweighs the bad if you were signing with the toronto raptors
0: do you think because of this because of him obviously it feels like he's in toronto now taking these meetings is this is a good sign for the raptors or is this just you know the next little step in what he was always going to do you know he said he was going to have these meetings and then the raptors were going to be last and then he'll come to a decision like do you, I guess, do you think this is, like, le- helping the Raptors' chances of retaining him here? No, fact, no, no. Not I at think, all.
1: I think it's that. I think it's, yeah, he won a championship, and he's meeting with the team where he won a championship.
0: And it's the first time he's been a free agent. I think that is forgotten in all of this. It is. Yeah. So
1: I guess he signed a quick extension, because mm-hmm. this is, you know, he's played eight years in the league. I, I, I did think about that. I, I You know, players do like to be wined and dined a little bit. I do find that, yes, he's, he's meeting with Magic, apparently, or Magic, you know, put in his his two cents with him. I do find that the idea that magic is going to sway things, I don't know, a little bit out there because he was born in 1991. He didn't watch magic in his heyday. He may have grown up in the LA area. He did. And maybe saw the purple and gold and said, wow, you know, been influenced as a kid by the lore of the Lakers, but he didn't see the good days. I, I, I guess he could just be, if he's going to sign with the Lakers, it's because he wants to be in LA. Uh, I just don't know the Magic thing plays all that much. Drake probably plays more. Oh yeah, know.
0: well that's. I mean, this is like a it's it's like a triple threat tag team match here. I don't know if there's even a specific word for that. The wrestling nerds out there will have to tell me, but it is it's like Magic and LeBron versus Jerry West. And Doc Rivers versus Masai and Drake. It's what it feels like. I would watch the hell out of that match, by the way. Put that on the next WWE card, Renee. Um, but what sort of makes it a little interesting here, or more exciting. I, I have no idea. We have no idea. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, he's come out and said, yep, I'm staying with the Raptors, or I'm going to the Lakers. It does feel like, if you believe any of these reports, that the Clippers are sort of third now on the list. For Again, for whatever reason, it just sort of feels that way. Feels like he's deciding between the Lakers teaming up with LeBron and AD and making maybe the superest of super teams or running it back in Toronto.
1: Well, I do think that the Clippers are third because they don't have another star for him to pair with. And no, no disrespect to Danilo Gallinari, but when he came to Toronto, the two questions that he asked Masai Ujiri, as Masai Ujiri has, has stated recently in, in his uh, postseason press conferences, were, what are we doing with this roster mm-hmm. and are you staying with the team? And so the Clippers may have had a meeting, but they struck out on Jimmy Butler this offseason. And yes, it's Danilo Gallinari, Shea Gillis, Alexander Landry, Shamit compared to LeBron and Anthony Davis compared to a team he just won with. So I, th- I think that's that's what it comes down to. It's either L.A. or and, and the Lakers, I, I assume, or uh, running it back with this with this Raptors team, which could be a short contract. I don't think that's out of the question. I know the reports are he doesn't want to sign a short-term deal because he's had some injury woes in the past and yeah. he wants the guarantee money. I think money. that
0: makes some sense. Yeah.
1: No, I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. But I don't know. I, I think he would be a guy to bet on himself, especially with a team that let him play 60 games last season and take it easy.
0: You said they will riot, possibly, <laughs> Toronto, if he does go back or if he leaves and, and jumps on that plane and goes to the Clippers or the Lakers. Will they have another parade? If he comes out on <laughs> July fourth of all days in Canada and says, "I'm staying here, not one but 2 let's do it. Like he said, like he said after game, th- oh, game three in Oakland when they won, and they're like, "Oh, the Raps are all pumped because they got their one game there in the in the in the Roracle," and he said, "No, no, no, we're getting two here. We're getting two. We're not just one." I mean, they might have a they might have another parade. This was I mean, especially on July fourth if it's on America's Day. That Canada gets to trump them on that one. Yeah.
1: It's Canada's new no independence day. No pun intended with Trump.
0: Him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and you said it there. July, this seems like it's gone on forever. It sure does. It does. But it's so weird why we think that. It's just July 3rd. Durant, you said it. July 4th, when he decided to go to the Warriors. LeBron, a couple of t- LeBron, even crazier. Now, I know it's a different time and all, but in 2010, it was July 8th when he came out and he was sitting in front of a bunch of weird books and said, I'm taking my <laughs> you know talents to South Beach. And then the Sports Illustrated letter. I mean, we were in summer. We were doing summer league when that happened. That was July 11th in 2014. We're talking like weeks plus here from again July 3rd, and then whether we find out from from Kawhi as soon as we're done recording this, or July 4th, or or somewhere down the line. So it's you know we it's weird because he feels like he really truly feels like the last guy left, especially obviously big talented guys. Yeah, I mean yeah. Cousins is there still, but it's really Kawhi, and that's it. Right, yeah,
1: I, I would, I would say so. Then you got a couple Morris brothers and, and a Rajon Rondo, but yeah, it, it's him for sure. Uh, the two two thousand eleven was or two thousand fourteen. I'm looking at a two thousand fourteen calendar. All of a sudden, yeah, don't listen to me. Who cares? Yeah, I was thinking about LeBron that time because we uh, we were at Summer League yeah. and, and 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 I do remember it was the first Friday that we were there because we were supposed to do a half hour show. LeBron signed with the Cavs, Yeah, and they said, hey, you want to do a, an hour show instead? But that wasn't
0: July 11th, was it? I think it was. Oh, I mean, wild! I think it was July 11th, 2014. I you know don't don't hold me to that, but it was definitely we were in summer league, so it was much further on in uh, July. Yeah. And you're right, it was the th- we were gonna. I think it was our first show. It was gonna be our first it show def- ever in, for summer league. Yeah, uh, with NBA TV, and it, then I was like, yeah, no, was. you're doing an hour. So
1: I'm struggling to Google as I talk. <laughs> I'm struggling to Google 2004. Calendar. Yeah, there's, only two, uh, you know, there's really only two contract. of us
0: talking about it here. We, yeah, we yeah it's stay July, focused.
1: July 11th. You're right. It's the first Friday we, we were there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Wild. Wow. Crazy, crazy. Um. So, look, we'll see. Again, we tried to wait out Kawhi as long as we possibly could. We were like, eh, I'll just wait until he announced it. But there are a million things to talk about here. So, we're going to find out soon enough. You know, my I don't know what my gut says anymore. All season <laughs> long, I thought he was leaving. And now I get. You know, then they miraculously do win a title. And then you're like, ah, oh, I guess why, why? I mean, in a way, why wouldn't he stay now? He can't really go wrong. That's the funny part. I mean, I don't know. Is there really truly a wrong decision he can make here? He either tries at a repeat with an extremely well run organization with Masai Ujiri leading the way and, and still talented guys. Danny Green probably ends up joining him for that matter. That's he's, true. He's waiting. He's one of these names that's still available. That's true. And he plays with LeBron and AD. That'd be all right. Though some people think, well, why would he want that? He seems like he doesn't seem like he wants to be like the third banana on a team, or even the second banana. Mm-hmm. LeBron's saying, "Oh no, no, it's your team, it's your team. I'm going to be gone soon. I want to go play with my son in the future. It's going to be your team." Like whether or not you believe that. And then The Clippers another well-run organization. Have done an unbelievable job to sort of get back in the public conscious. Got gritty, tough pieces there, and he could lead that team. I don't think they'd be championship favorites by any means if you pluck or you know plopped Kawhi in there right away, but. They'd be building on something, so yeah, and both. you can't go wrong.
1: And yes, you're playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis. You're the favorite in the Western Conference, yes, but it's, they also, are. it's yeah. also a shallow team. Does that matter to Kawhi Leonard, that they're not 10 deep, that they really have those guys, Kyle Kuzma, Troy Daniels, and Jared Dudley under contract? I don't know.
0: We, I, I, we really don't know no. at all with yeah, Kawhi. There's a we lot of I don't know. do know we should, what he wants.
1: If a super fan wants to count how many times we say I don't know on this podcast, yeah. at least me, I'll definitely be saying it. No, I'm done saying it, because I think we're done talking about Kawhi.
0: Yeah, just one more thing. Okay, okay, okay. This will be be difficult for us being Raptors fans. Try and take off your awesome throwback Raptors jacket and your Raptors hat and, and, and put your Raptors fandom aside, if you can. I know it's difficult for us sometimes, especially for me. But if you were a fan of just the NBA or a fan of any other team, really, outside of the Clippers, Lakers, or Raptors, where would you want him to sign with? just for to to make the best possible 2019-20 NBA season. Where where would you want if again I think, trying to put I yourself think it's in the, the Raptors. In the, I think it is the Raptors. You think the it's the Raptors. Raptors? No yeah.
1: why? Well, uh, number one, my NBA hat. I, I wear more often than my Raptor hat to be all, in, in all honesty and I love that there's parody in the league and I think that would okay, add what. to it. If you goes to the Lakers, they are the super team. And yeah, it would be fun in a sort of Yankees kind of way, take them down mm-hmm. for the rest of the league. But it's it's a lot fair to have LeBron and Anthony Davis on one team and then a great team in, in Toronto, and you've got the story of the repeat.
0: Yeah, Would I, you agree? I think that's right. Yeah. I think if you just are an NBA fan, you would be heading into the season. I'm not the first to talk about this. I know tons of people already have since all these moves have happened. It would feel like one of the first years you would head into a season if Kawhi stayed with the Raps, or even if you went to the Clippers, actually. Where it's like, Wow I mean, I could talk myself into seven or eight teams having a legit shot at, at go at, at playing in the finals or winning the championship. Whereas if yeah, if he teams with A D and LeBron, you're like, Okay, yeah, they gotta fill out the rest of the roster and all that and they have barely have any money left and okay, they got these Dudleys and you guys like that, sure they're gonna fill the roster out. but they would they would be the Odds on favorite to win. That's that's I what mean, feels
1: good right now. Is be, about being an NBA fan and supporting the league. There's just a ton of teams that can win right at this moment, and it didn't. That hasn't felt that way for several yeah. years. Um, speaking of uh, Raptors playoff gear or championship gear, did you buy anything? Because I, I thought about it. No,
0: no. I know. I don't know why I haven't. I think not being there, like going, yeah. being able to go to a store and pick it up. You know? It's a
1: lot different buying yeah. it on. At the NBA store.com
0: Yeah, Trey was uh TK was kind enough to grab me a towel from the championship locker room. One of those Raptors, uh, you know that they were handing out like that says championship on it. It Says one time world champion on it. NBA champion. It's like why would you have to put the one time? <laughs> I think what they did is they had like they had the design. And they're like, oh, the Warriors are gonna win. It's gonna say uh, what would it be for them there? Five time at that point or something like that? Four time? Nah, uh, I think it
1: increases your ability to to sell it again to resell like if they win it again uh, it'll, it'll the say They'll say that. two times on it yeah but I, I mean, it won't be the same. otherwise design. what are you gonna buy another championship towel NBA champions towel cool. yeah I just hate
0: that it says one time one I X. get it I mean what whoever says that <laughs> it's, it's it's silly but anyway uh I'm gonna frame that I think is where I'm uh, where I'm getting at but I should get <clears throat> excuse me a t-shirt I can't wear a hat because I got a tiny head yeah I gotta get t-shirt a shirt or sweater there's some, you know, that OVO stuff like sold out instantaneously, like the best in the world stuff. It's pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: we, we, we got to pick up something. If hey, somebody's listening up there, grab us something, send us something down here. It's not easy. It's not easy using the internet down, down, a, down here to buy a
1: I'm going to get a hat. I think JD's going to yeah, get a You hat. guys can rock hat. you got to get a hat.
0: you got yeah. to get, get a hat. hat. One-time <laughs> champion. That's all I wanted to say on that hat. All right. So, should we move on from Kawhi? I mean, we're trying to keep our eyes on these tweets. It's, go, oh, it's I going got it. crazy. People are love it. people are loving this and hating it at the exact same time this whole stalking him sort of thing um, but Twitter is born for moments like this like this yeah. is this is where Twitter the jokes just the speed of it it excels yeah this, so this is, is why it was this made. is wonderful um, but let's get into let's get into some of the teams okay so there's gonna be a lot of stuff to go through here we'll try and get to it all um, I don't know if we'll get to all 30 teams for kind of loud some teams didn't do a whole lot so maybe we'll have to gloss over some but let's get to it We'll start with the Brooklyn Nets. We're not going to do this alphabetically by any means, but the Brooklyn Nets uh, had a pretty good off season so far. Uh, signed Kevin Durant, four years, 164 million. Signed Kyrie Irving, four years, 142 million. Signed DeAndre Jordan. Got to bring your best friend, four years, 40 million. Signed Garrett Temple, two years, 10 million. Now they did acquire Torian Prince in a trade early in earlier June, and they signed Wilson Chandler on Tuesday night. So that's their moves. They've lost D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell, Ed Davis, Jared Dudley, and Damari Carroll. And uh, I'll apologize in advance if I miss, like, the odd guy here when I'm talking about losing guys or maybe some even the smaller signings. I tried my best. This took forever, of course, to because there were so many moves there, uh, especially on, on June 30th. But what's your grade? What's your grade for the Brooklyn Nets offseason so far led with that uh, KD and Kyrie Irving?
1: What else could the grade be? <laughs> well,
0: are you going A-plus or are you going... A-plus-plus. Uh... Really? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Not they, bad. They
1: signed absolutely everybody that they could. They have established a franchise and a culture that would allow these guys, the you know, force these guys to look at them and to think about going there because they've been opposite of the New York Knicks in the way that they've slowly built up a culture and built up a a team and a practice facility and all that. That they want to be there. So, yeah, maybe you take off a plus because they signed DeAndre Jordan, and that's a little bit of a confusing move. You got Jared Allen there. Why are you signing DeAndre Jordan? Yeah,
0: but But if it it took to get KD because you're like, hey, we're going to take a little bit less money. That's the other thing here. KD and Kyrie are taking a little less money to give to
1: their buddy. And DeAndre Jordan, maybe he is. Listen, if you're playing one game, you probably want him over Jared Allen. I guess maybe this season he's a, maybe a tiny bit better of a basketball player. It's but, tough
0: to say with DeAndre Jordan because was he just exactly. mailing it in for the last twelve months, or is he actually still have something left? You know, or is he is he sort of completely washed because it was a bad season for him? But was that just because he didn't care? Yeah, it's
1: possible. And he'd probably he's going to be a good locker room guy no matter what. I, I imagine Jared Allen if he ends up starting over him at some point, I think that's fine. The question is this season is Kyrie Irving good enough to lead this team without right. Kevin Durant around? Uh, in his second iteration here as a leader, as a number one guy on a team. So,
0: that, that's so- why I don't go A++, I have to be honest. That's why I'm sure I'm an A+, or even an A, because the Kyrie question is still fair. He's going to get another chance here to be a leader, with, with no KD there for that year, to to lead a team that now is going to be, you know, I don't think people are going to say, oh, they are... Title contenders right away with no KD for a year. Even though I have some, have seen some people say that like they're immediate contenders. I would slow the roll on that. They're not immediate contenders without Durant. No, I don't think but, so. Either. But Kyrie gets his chance here, and can he? And and can he really salvage his uh, you know reputation a little bit here? As this, as not a, a you know a cancer in the locker room or a guy that can't lead or just a you know complete weirdo and that people check out like it works for a month you're like oh this guy's so exciting he says all these fun fascinating things and it's like exciting for like a couple weeks and then you're like this guy's just crazy like this isn't is this an act or is it not but he's gotta like he's gotta bring it here um so that's why it's like okay okay this is this is amazing you got Katie and Kyrie and a couple other pieces but woo. I mean, it could. You could you can squint and see how it could go bad. Especially with, with Durant returning from injury as well. We, we're, we're assuming he's going to be just KD of old when he comes back. And that's, we shouldn't really be doing that with an Achilles.
1: Sure, sure. I, I think, but as you said, this year, it's, there's not a, a whole lot of expectations. So if we're just looking at 1920, I mean, the expectations in Boston were a lot higher. So they made the second round in Boston. If they were to do that in Brooklyn... I think you got to be pumped. It's it's going to be a good season. Yeah. They went from conference finals to second round in Boston, you know, when when Kyrie became their number one guy. Mm -hmm. So it was a disappointment, but um, this team, yeah. Even without Kevin Durant, Garrett Temple, DeAndre Jordan, great locker room guys. You add in to, to be added in with Jared Allen, Joe Harris, a great shooter around Kyrie Irving, a, a money shooter around Kyrie Irving. I, there's enough. There's enough there to be good, and, and Wilson Chandler's brought in probably for that same reason to be a good locker room guy. Mm-hmm. That's a. It's a real, real. I, I don't think they messed that up. You know, the good thing that Brooklyn had going for them was that they had great camaraderie. Uh, I, I don't think they messed that up because they brought in some really good guys.
0: No shock that Kyrie picked Brooklyn in the end. The, the writing had been on the wall for what felt like weeks leading up to the June 30th, um, you know, free agency opening. Um, but KD... Still a bit of a shock to some that he ultimately picks Brooklyn over the you're, you're Knicks. you You are a Knicks man. I was definitely a Knicks man. And then we're hearing now reports that, you know, the the injury may have derailed that um, because of the possibility, even though it sounds insane, maybe it's just spin after the fact, but the possibility that James Dolan and the Knicks were hesitant to still offer him a max contract mm-hmm. because he had the injury again that sounds insane i know the knicks are dumb but that's next level dumb but yeah you know it doesn't
1: really make a lot of sense but
0: that could just now be the spin of it all it's like oh we didn't get him Uh, well we were we're a little we're worrisome of of him coming back you know to 100 percent or close to it because of the injury but yeah i thought knicks i don't know some people think him picking the nets is lame do you think that at all (laughs) that katie going to the nets is just uh
2: What's the it's what's
0: a, the
1: angle there? What's the lame angle there? I mean, I'm, people are... people are not people a big are, enough franchise, I guess, yeah, for people. Yeah, I, I
0: think that's right. I think people are projecting when they say that, for sure, because a lot of people, myself included, are like... We wanted, after he went to Golden State and teamed up with an unbelievable team and, and then took it to the next level and won titles and finals, MVPs, and all that, you wanted him to, his next chapter at least, to be, I'm the man, I'm the best player in the world. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard, okay, you had an awesome run, but... Hey, before I was injured, I was the best player in the world, and now I'll go lead a franchise. I'll t- and I'll take a franchise as, as at the bottom of the barrel, like the New York Knicks, and bring them back to relevancy. to, yes. be, a,
1: to be a solo act. To be a solo act. I guess that's what people wanted. I, that's that's fair. Uh, I, I think he's doing something. I know it's not the exact same scenario as going to Golden State, but it's similar to me in that he's going to play with a guy he really loves in Kyrie Irving. Going, he's yeah. going. He, all the stories coming out now uh, after uh, you know, after he decided to go to Brooklyn are about Kevin Durant being a great teammate. Yeah. Are about,
0: this is team friendship they've built here with the Nets, it sounds like, with Katie mm-hmm. Kyrie and then especially DeAndre Jordan in the mix. Yeah. And, I mean, and
1: he was great friends with Steph, and that's why he went out and played uh, in Game 5 there in Toronto to try and help his guys win a championship. He could have easily been selfish and not played. And all these little stories coming out about uh, him loving playing with the Warriors, yeah. This is this is a similar thing to me in that it is team friendship and, and all the admiration he had for Kyrie Irving and about his game and how he talks about how there's three guys in the world that are extremely special when he watches basketball. MJ, Kobe, and Kyrie. And yeah, I, I understand it from a basketball perspective. You wanted to see him pull a, a move like people want to see with Clay Thompson, see him on his quote unquote own team, and now it's not that. Um uh, but it makes sense that he's in another huge city and yep. another great organization. And the Knicks probably failed in that regard. They haven't been good enough, not on the court because the Nets haven't been great. In terms of you know winning anything, but just just their organization that that probably was was a huge factor.
0: It sure feels like it. It sure feels like it. And again, unless you believe the idea that the the Knicks were like, now nah, we don't want to give you uh, the max contract because of your injury, which again still sounds yeah. But he so did. Stupid, he so. didn't
1: even take a max here. obviously no. it's pretty close. Yeah. Um you No,
0: know, he has decided. I mean, look, we saw the footage back at All Star Weekend. <laughs> And we were everybody's trying to read lips and figure out what the heck they were talking about when it was Kyrie and Katie in that in the in the hallway there. And then he's holding up the two fingers and two max slots, everybody thinks he's saying. Like, is he telling them right there and then and there, like, No, we could do this in Brooklyn too. They got 2 too. We could do it there. Like, that's better. Or are they saying at that point, are they saying the Knicks? Like, that's the thing. We don't know how much changed here, but it sure felt like they wanted, hey, we can figure out where we can play together. Not all that dissimilar to you know the the dream team, or the Team USA guys, of then the Heatles meeting up in Miami, like deciding this. Hey, where can we do this? Where can we pull this off? Mm-hmm. Let's play together. Let's 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 dominate.
1: On that note, I think the the secrecy of it all, the way they've everybody in the league, every single scenario, Kawhi included, the way they've been able to keep stories under wraps, their their destinations under wraps, has been pretty phenomenal. I, it's been so dead silent in terms of leaks. From July first to July third, feels like to me.
0: When it comes to Kawhi's,
1: Kawhi for sure, and even, yeah. Uh, yeah, and well, and nobody had this inkling that Kevin Durant's going to end up on the Nets. They're just, uh,
0: yeah, it would, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, I mean, it gained inkling, some but. steam there uh, in, 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 in what felt like the last couple of days leading up to free agency. Yeah. Anyways, but no.
1: th- 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 there's just in a in a world where everything is uh, out there, it's been pretty quiet.
0: A plus plus says Tass, and The Nets tough to tough to argue. With. All right. Sixers were extremely, extremely active. This is
2: this They is just completely something.
0: changed their team here. They signed Al Horford, four years, 109 million, though it's really like 97 million. There's like 12 million dollars in like championship incentives. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's around four years, 100 million. Let's call it that. That was the mystery team. It was the Philadelphia 76ers. They retained Tobias Harris, five years, 180 million dollars. That's max. They acquired Josh Richardson in the Jimmy Butler four-team trade. They retained Mike Scott, two years, $10 million. Retained James Ennis, two years, $4.1 million. Signed Kyle LeQuinn, one-year vets minimum. And then Ben Simmons here, as reported, has been offered a five-year contract extension by the team. They lost Jimmy Butler, who we'll, who we'll get to when we talk about the Heat, of course. And they lost J.J. Redick. What's your grade for the Sixers? This is That's an interesting one. This a tough one, one. yeah.
1: I go A minus. Okay. Uh, Because they recovered really well from Jimmy Butler. You know, they they gave up a huge package for him. For whatever reason, they decide going forward, we don't want Jimmy a part of our team. Now, there's conflicting reports as to whether or not maybe they did offer him a contract and he left. Uh, But I think they recovered extremely well. You bring in Al Horford and you bring in Josh Richardson for, for Jimmy Butler, who was literally the guy that they were rumored to be trading for when there were Jimmy Jimmy Butler rumors out there at the trade deadline. So right.
0: I, I, I think that's... When he was with the Wolves, and there was Wolves heat talk. Right. And it was like, oh, will the Heat include Josh Richardson? Oh, no, no, he's too valuable to yeah, him. Yeah. so
1: Yeah, it was before the trade deadline. Yeah. But I, I, really, yeah, you look at that starting lineup, and it's Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson in your backcourt, and your forwards are... Who's my small forward I'm missing? Oh, Tobias Harris and Al Horford, along with Joel Embiid. It's gigantic. It's huge. Now, people are saying, "Whoa, they're going the other direction. They're going big when everybody else is going small. Listen, Milwaukee is big, too. They can shoot. The difference is Philadelphia can't shoot. Mm -hmm. That's the question. Uh, Will they be good enough offensively? I think it's really all up to Joel Embiid getting in better shape. Now, for all of the, hey, he was sick talk against the, the Toronto Raptors, I think part of it was, he just couldn't play 40 minutes a game as the number one option. I think he's got to get lighter. And then all this stuff makes sense. Tobias Harris, if Joel Embiid's not good in the future, Tobias Harris at five years, 180, whatever it is, five years max, is not a good contract. Right. But if Joel Embiid is great, this Al Horford contract is phenomenal. This, even if he's paid till 37, I don't care. It's all up to Joel Embiid, is what I'm saying. So ben th- Simmons th- at five years, Tobias Harris yeah. at five years, Al Horford at four years and a hundred million, all makes sense if Joel Embiid is good. If not, then they fall back a step. But, but, do you yeah. think
0: there's more pressure on Embiid to sort of go next level or Ben Simmons to go next level?
1: Well, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a fair question. I think Embiid we know can get there. Yeah, we've seen it. Ben Simmons, I don't know. If they're Rich Paul somehow getting him a five year max contract extension on being not a great player. I mean he's good, very good. But great defender,
0: can't. obviously a nightmare in transition, you know, can he's, can yeah. fill up the box score, but but he <sighs> didn't take a shot outside of the paint in 12 playoff games.
1: So yeah. so, he's got, so Rich Paul is convinced him got that got he's going to get better, I guess.
0: And yeah. What else do I mean? They got to give this a go. They, it's, it, it's, it's a ton of money They're locked investing into in this Yeah, right. That's right. But. but
1: and then Josh Richardson is another guy. I, I think Joel Embiid is just going to be good enough to get Josh Richardson another step being able to drive and, and be good enough. Horford, a step. And Ben Simmons, probably a step. And Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris, there's pressure on him to be the number one guy on the perimeter, mm-hmm. really, as a scorer. That's that's it's going to be different for him, but him in the third role instead of. The fourth role yeah. behind Jimmy Butler, he could be there. He could be good enough. That's why I give it an A minus. I'm I'm buying in to all these guys, especially a great locker room guy in Al Horford. I buy it. Championship material here. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Second round, game seven, they lost a Kawhi's shot. They're they're knocking. They're knocking on the door, and I think Joel Embiid probably understands that he's got to get. Healthier and better and now they have the ability to sit him some games in the regular season. I think they're deep enough with
0: and, and slide Horfer to the five yeah and, and instances and Kylo, like
1: that. Kylo Quinn is is around. They got rid of Boban. Good move. Uh yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's enough.
0: Can they hit shots? Can they hit threes? Is there enough of that on this team? That is fair because JJ Reddick was he scored a lot. I mean, I we, we think I don't know. I guess I do. I sometimes think of JJ Reddick just as a glorified role player, but guys kind of like an 18, 19 point game score I mean he's pretty consistent
1: he was taken out a bit in the postseason
0: that's true that's true and that can happen but the other reason maybe the biggest reason why they lose to the Raptors let's be honest here not not the quad bounce there because otherwise we get overtime in game seven but Embiid goes to the bench and they get hammered the Raptors just kill them so you're right now in theory you know Brett Brown a little staggering here they're gonna play together don't get me wrong you can play Horford and Embiid together Um, be unbelievable defensive team I think Oh god, yeah. Especially so, so with Josh Richardson and Ben Simmons twice. Harris, your worst defender out there. But you can put Embiid, like you said, maybe he doesn't even play games in the regular season, and even in playoff instances where he can sit, he goes to the bench, and now, okay, Horford, now you're our five, and and you're not in theory, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have this huge massive drop off where you just get killed in like those five or six minutes where it happens, because that was happening in the in the Raptors uh, series, especially. They just got crushed. So it's it's risky. It's it's risky, but I guess. If I believe Jimmy Butler was like, I want to go to Miami, I love the weather, I love Dwayne Wade, I love their jerseys, this is cool, this is me, I want my own team, mm-hmm. I sort of believe it. I could see the Sixers, like, why wouldn't they have offered him a max deal? We saw what he did in the playoffs, he was the only guy at times that would, like, would step up and take over games for them. They probably wanted him, but if he's like gone, then man, did they recover quickly here. And what appears to be quite well. Yeah, Josh jo- Richardson's a pretty good player. Yeah, I mean, people are just basically thinking Josh Richardson is you know Jimmy Butler light.
1: Yeah, that's that's nice. <laughs> yeah, he's not a scorer at this point. I mean, he can put the ball in the hole, but he's not. You can't rely on him like you rely on Jimmy Butler. But I guess light is, you know, the nice term.
0: Great defender, and 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 maybe Very it works defender. better. Maybe it works better as. Sure. You know he's. You don't look at. You don't look at Josh Richardson and go, Hey man, we're gonna need twenty from you tonight. No, you know, not at all. Not at all. Hey, and now
1: they're expecting him to be their fourth score. Yeah, that was Tobias's role last year.
0: Yeah, he I, he needs to hit the threes that JJ Redick was hitting. I, that's I a think that's fair. That's a lot to ask for. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I have shown that he can can knock it down for stretches. All right. Well, let's go to the Celtics. Let's stick in the East here because uh, we get some Eastern Conference teams making huge moves. They signed Kemba Walker four years, one hundred forty-one million. And it's Cantor, two years, $10 million. They retained Daniel Tice. Same deal, two years, $10 million. Brad Wanamaker, he's still there. One-year deal. Fun fact, Brad was the oldest rookie in the league last year, age 29. They lost Kyrie Irving, Al Horford, Terry Rozier, and Bainsey. Gotta say Bainsey for Lili. <laughs> How do you grade the Celtics? C+. Plus. Whoa, not the biggest fan. Nah, no, I guess
1: why you would give them a higher grade is because everyone expected Kyrie Irving to leave yep. and they recovered very, very well with Kemba Walker, but you couldn't convince Al Horford to stay. Why is that? <laughs> Al, I, I don't, I don't get why he would number one, leave number two, why you wouldn't pay him the same amount of money that he got in Philadelphia. He's a great, great You're basketball not, you player.
0: You aren't worried in the, in the slightest of like 37 year old Al Horford. Not being 32, 33. Right I don't anymore. know. He's a
1: guy you don't ask a lot of to score. You, he just have to be his perfect self, which is, you know, getting people involved and all that. Yeah, he's 33, so what? Sign him for a few years. I don't know. I think he's he's never going to drop off. So, the, you know, the, if they're going to go sign Kemba, who's I believe is 30. Uh, why wouldn't you want the best player possible? Uh, and maybe they did, and maybe they. But but it doesn't seem like they offered Al Horford the max, so they're going to drop off because he was a very very key player for them. They recovered well by getting Enes Kanter uh, to be their starting center. But I, what their next year their ceiling, I think, all depends on Gordon Hayward and if he can return to Utah form second year back from an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, or
0: or Tatum suddenly becomes sure. the the star that a lot of people haven't pegged for.
1: Sure, but if you if you have that ceiling, or if you have that those aspirations of having that ceiling, I'd want Al Horford on my team, and maybe again, maybe they did, but uh, that's why I'm, you know, Kemba's Kemba's a great recovery for Kyrie Irving, and maybe he's a little bit better off the ball with Jason. If you're like you're saying, Jason Tatum takes that next step and uh, has the ball in his hands more than he did last year playing with Kyrie, and Kemba's a better shooter. Um Without the ball. Than than Kyrie was. Literally he is a better shooter when he doesn't have the ball. So they could probably they could still have a very good I, team. I think
0: people think they look at it too and go, Wow, just the addition by subtraction and by subtracting Kyrie Irving, this team could get back to sort of maybe what they were on their way to becoming yeah, with the under a Brad fair. Stevens team just because of sort of how you know, how torn it felt like that locker room was. And it was by by all reports. I mean, it had it was ups and downs for sure. Every time we wanted to write off the Celtics during the regular season, they'd rip off a four or five game win streak and a couple of the guys would look good. And you're like, oh, they figured it out. And then something would happen and and, and then we'd hear all like, oh, he wants more vets. Kyrie wants more vets. Oh, and the the Rooks don't respect him and all that. And like, or not the Rooks, but the young kids. So yeah, you could just by removing Kyrie... Maybe there's like that sort of like cloud is lifted from this team. Maybe it just wasn't fun to go into to work every day with this squad. And, that's fair. And, and maybe that's uh, that's helped out now, with especially with, with a guy right. like Kemba, who yeah. who you would assume the Celtics fans and that and that organization are going to embrace. And he gets a chance to actually play on a on a team that has any chance of making some noise in in a playoff series. Sure. And and team.
1: and Tatum gets back to seventeen eighteen form.
0: That's, to me, that's, I mean, that you're, you're you're spot on with Hayward um, and whether he can get back to that level uh, that he was with, with Utah. And he was a great player. A lot of for, people forget how bad he was. By the way, Markeith Morris sounds like he's uh, signing with the Pistons. Um, he's got to get back to that level. But Jason Tatum, this Tatum has to go. He's got to become like that borderline, super borderline, like all-star Tatum, the 12-time Tatum, like a 12-time all-star, 12-time Tatum as Ben Gulliver calls him. He's got to get there like soon, soon if the Celtics are going to really like open some eyes and challenge the Bucks or the Sixers or maybe, the, or maybe the Raptors with Kawhi still, we don't know for them to be on that level. I think he has to go to that next level. That's fair. Right. And yep. we will see. And he, and he definitely possibly could. He's like, what? How, well, the kids super, super young. He
1: is extremely young and he is, he just, he seems like he needed to be in a more predominant role. And it was tough for him, I guess, to adjust from being the number one option. He was the number one option when they went to the conference finals to not being the number one option. Uh, But maybe that was just being part of being a kid. And maybe he bounces back. I was I thought the best package for Anthony Davis would have involved Jason Tatum over anything from the Lakers. Uh, And I, I still do. He's 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 really great. So maybe the C plus is a mistake on my part, but. I don't know if you if you have a championship team, I'd rather have Al Horford over Ennis Cantor or whoever. Because really what happened was, you know, you mentioned all the, the sort of the smaller names, yeah. but out Irving and Horford in Kemba and Cantor to me really is yeah. is what really matters on this team.
0: Well, let's quickly just address the Hornets, because they got one of those guys I said that left, Terry Rozier. They acquired yeah. him in the sign in trade. Three years fifty eight million. They lost Kemba, Jeremy Lamb, Frank Kaminsky, Tony Parker retired. What's the... Uh, D. Charlo. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was waiting for that. Yeah. D might be kind.
1: D might be kind, huh? I agree. Uh, it, it, Kemba Walker said um, he would have taken less than the Max to stay there. Mm-hmm. And...
0: Right. Obviously up for the, the Super Max that was in play. And 220 yeah. plus.
1: And instead, you get nothing for him because you didn't trade him away at the trade deadline. You just let him walk now. And you sign Terry Rozier instead. On Kemba, why not sign him? keep a guy who has been with your franchise forever and then maybe down the road I think you can trade him. He's he's a great talent. And maybe not, maybe at 30 um in in 4 or 5 years depending on the contract maybe he is untradeable but you're not a good t- you're still not a good team and you probably pay- overpaid Terry Rozier. You know, 19 million a year.
0: probably, yeah, <laughs> Terry Rozier screams and this is being kind maybe screams Reggie Jackson 2.0 to me. Like, yeah, he was the guy's coming off a disappointing season. First off, Terry Rozier, he's like nine points a game and shot thirty nine percent. He's not a great shooter. He really made all of this, you know. And they're banking on that he goes back to 2017-18, Terry Rozier, where yeah, he had a he had a good playoff run there. He put together a pretty good string of games, and you know was scoring like sixteen points per game, and they got to that Eastern Conference Finals, and he looked solid. And that's what the Hornets are hoping. In a lead role he can give them But I think he's going to He's going to get points Like this team is bad First off This team is just horrible And they got a bunch of bad contracts And and eventually those will You know dry up And they will be off their books And that's great And then they can start over again And not like they hit on anything In the draft anyway They never do Um, But he's going to get points He's going to He's going to like He'll probably be like A 20 point per game scorer But it just won't be It ain't going to be pretty Is what I'm getting at here It's not going to be efficient yeah, And, that, and I question, I guess I sort of question him as like your point guard leader. Ugh, I don't know. That's fair. Maybe, maybe he proves me wrong. I don't like them. We've had him on the show back in summer. League. <laughs> I really liked him. Makes a weird spaghetti ranch sandwich. <laughs> but I could go for one of those right now. I'm hungry.
1: Uh, yeah, he's getting paid for a couple months in 2018 in that postseason run. That's, to- right. that's totally what he's getting paid for. We've seen some uh, historical examples of guys who get paid for uh, a little playoff run that doesn't work out too well. I'm with you, and what happened in that playoff run was that he had help in terms of uh, the offensive load. You know, Jason Tatum was taking a lot off his plate. Jalen Brown was taking a lot off his plate, and he looked good, and his percentages were good. I don't think he has that support in Charlotte with Nicola Batum, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. It, it's not going to be the same look. So, I, I, yeah, I think they should they should get ready to be a little disappointed in Charlotte. Could
0: the Hornets be one of the worst teams in the league next year? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think it's in play for yeah. sure. Yeah, Kemba kept them afloat. Yeah,
1: and as I look through this list of 30 teams, yeah, they're they're probably I mean, near the bottom. Your your Sunsies,
0: yeah. You said it. You slipped it in there when you said, "If the Hornets knew this was coming, like this whole like, hey, we're gonna have to give him a lot of money in order to keep him." cause it's not like we've proven to him like oh wow we used to build such a great team around you and make all these playoff runs like we barely even get in there. We're going to have to pay Kemba Walker a lot of money before the deadline. And if you knew that, then why didn't you try and get anything back? You know, not a Terry Rozier in a sign and trade to save some face so you have a point guard. Mm-hmm. It's like what like what what did you think was going to happen?
1: And why not sign him now instead right. of giving 19 million to Terry Rozier? Per year, sign to thirty, and then maybe you can trade him. The Lakers could be a destination if they miss out on Kawhi. I think they would probably trade for Kemba Walker.
0: Do you believe that they didn't trade him at the deadline? I don't know know who the Lakers
1: would trade Kemba Walker for, but anyway. Do
0: Do you believe they didn't trade him at the deadline because they had the all star game? There's some people believe that. It's like, you know, he's the face of the franchise and he's an all star. He's an all star, (laughs) (laughs) he's great. You know, he's such a a great representative of the community. It's possible. Also, I think they just wanted to take a run at the 8th seed. Mm. And they're like, oh, we're in the mix. Hey, we won't get there without him. If we trade him, we're not going to get back enough.
1: And the trade deadline was, was just moved ahead of the uh, all-star game, right? Mm-hmm. It used to be after so they could have pulled off both once I think once it's possible.
0: I wouldn't put anything by yeah, the the uh, the MJ led uh, organization there. It's it's oh, it's bleak. I, I I apologize to Hornets fans, but it looks very bleak to me. I mean, just cuz they they need some I mean, they got to pray that some of even these picks that they do have on their roster can give them something cuz it's just you see the odd flash and then that's it.
1: No, there's gotta be some D's, Skeets. Yep. There's gotta be some all low right, ones.
0: All right. Um Milwaukee Bucks retained Chris Middleton, five years, 178 million. Retained Brooke Lopez, four years, fifty-two million. Signed his twin brother, Robin, two years using their full room exception. Retained George Hill, three years, twenty nine million. Yes, retain, retain, retain. Signed Wesley Matthews, one year at the vets minimum. I know Tass is happy about that. You probably gave this an A plus plus because they signed <laughs> Wesley Matthews you love his game so much. But they lost Malcolm Brogdon, and uh, Nikola Mirotic is uh, off to Europe. Shocked to shock some people there. Deciding not to play in the NBA any longer. This is
1: neat. So what do you agree with this? I like this team. It's uh, it's in the B family. Okay. Missing uh, Losing Malcolm Brogdon is is definitely a hit. He was great in the in the regular season. He's your 50-40-90 guy starting beside Eric Bledsoe. Will they regret keeping... Eric Bledsoe over him in the long run? Right, right. Possibly, but as as long as Giannis gets better, and I do believe he's going to get better, Trey has said he's going to add the hook shot, uh, <laughs> which probably would have killed the Raptors if he had any semblance of a hook shot. If he has a shot within five feet, uh, then all this Brogdon talk I think is nullified. I think that goes out the window, and you replace him with Wesley Matthews. I imagine Wesley is your starting shooting guard now, and Robin is solid in a backup role. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I think it's... They're running it back essentially. Essentially, Brognon for uh, for Wesley Matthews plus Robin in for Nikola Mirotic. As you said, I think you got to be pretty pumped. I think they're probably the regular season favorite in the Eastern Conference. If uh, even if Kawhi is in Toronto,
0: just because continuity, yeah, and, and the little and, and the little pieces around the corners. And Yanis is young. Yanis is not going, old. <laughs> I think right. he's getting better. Yeah, they're in a they were in a tough spot because. They almost had to keep these guys. I mean, you also, you're, you're looking ahead. You want to keep Giannis happy. You want to eventually lock him up in 2021 when when he's up for a possibility of his super max. So, you know, you want to keep Chris Middleton, even if you maybe are overpaying for him. Like, you know, is Chris Middleton a max player? Uh, I don't think so, but I understand why you have to.
1: Yeah, he's closer. I I'm more comfortable with that contract over Eric Bledsoe's contract that they Okay that's that fair. they extended him to earlier this season. Right. They
0: maybe have jumped a gun on that. Yeah. That's it, it, possible. But but then we were arguing, I remember arguing that Eric Bledsoe was maybe more of a deserving all star at the time. I know he flamed out in the playoffs like he always does, but around the all-star selection, we were debating is it Middleton or is it Eric Bledsoe that deserves sort of that second spot from the Bucks because they had such a great record and and obviously We're probably deserving of two guys. In the end, it was Middleton. Yeah,
1: he's a better player. Middleton is a far better player. He can shoot the ball. Yeah, and he he can score. And he was clutch in in a lot of situations and anti clutch at times. But the guy can score. Yeah, I agree. Maybe he's not a max though.
0: Brooke Lopez, you were always going to have to pay him. I mean, he was on maybe the best deal in the NBA last year. Mm -hmm. From what was he three million? I think he got yeah three point three. And what he was giving them and how important he was defensively and then able, being able to stretch the floor and hit threes around Giannis. So you knew he was getting the payday. Four years, 52, okay. Twin brothers there, that's great. So what do you High quite, comedy, I love it. Robin and
1: Brooke on the same team. They should be hilarious. But yeah, Robin Lopez's Twitter account is on fire in the last
0: few days. It is, yeah. He's, he's great. But it is this. It is, I think you're right. Is it, is it are you going to regret You know, letting Brogdon go? And we should point out they did get picks back. You know, so they did did well there to get some some return back because they had given up some picks before, but they got a few they got a future first and then a couple second rounders um, back for Brogdon from the Pacers. But will you regret sort of keeping the Bledsoe so and sort of running back with George Hill instead of maybe a Brogdon? Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. But Brogdon has injury concerns and it's a lot of money, as we're gonna get to here with, in a second with the Pacers for four years 85 million. So it's it's a lot of money. And then you're, you're a small market, and you're getting into the, the luxury and all that. So they we're in a tough spot. But they, they basically decided just to, to run it back as much as you possibly could. And that's what they did. You think they're the favorite still in terms of regular season in the Eastern Conference. You think So you think this is a 60-win team again? Yeah,
1: I don't see why not. Outside of I injury. mean, Malcolm, Malcolm, yeah. I, I, I believe in all their guys. All their guys are good players. Mm-hmm. And they've made maybe, you know, we're ragging on this Eric Bledsoe Uh, extension somewhat, you know, questioning it somewhat. But on the whole, they just make great move after great move after great move to shed a lot of salary to trade your John Henson and your Matthew Delvadova and your Tony Snell, you know, four picks. And and I I totally forgot that they got picks for Malcolm Brogdon Mm because there's just too much to keep track of. But that sign and trade was a smart move. They make make great, great moves. John Horst has made uh, some phenomenal moves as one of the younger GMs in the NBA. I like pointing that out because he's under 40, just like me.
0: Sort of creeps me out when I see some of these young GMs.
1: Yeah. Their like, faces uh, very you, baby you know, you know, faces. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know one that always uh, shocks me? Bobby Webster. Bobby. With the Raptors. You never talk about Bobby Webster because it's always Messiah. Yeah. But Bobby's there. Bobby's the GM.
1: Bob Webster.
0: You seen him? I'm, Goog- I'm Googling ten years him younger I, than I, us. I, I he just forget. looks like one of these little young looking guys. Like, hey, yeah, I'm in control of an NBA team. Yeah, we just won a championship. From Hawaii, Bobby Webster. Well, that's why he looks great. Um, all right, let's go to the Pacers then. They got Bel- Malcolm Brockton. It was that sign-in trade. Four years, $85 A couple picks going back to make it happen. They signed Jeremy Lamb. Three years, $31.5 million. They reached an agreement with Edmund Sumner on a three-year deal after declining his team option last week. You know cool. that guy, Edmund? Nope. They acquired TJ Warren in a in a trade on draft night. And then they lost Darren Collison, who retired I mean, I was joking about Nikola Mirotic surprising people going to Europe. Darren Coulson just straight-up retired.
1: That's a real Maya Moore move.
0: To, uh, to, I guess, focus more on his on his religion. He's a Jehovah's Witness. Hmm. So he's focusing on that. He's out of the league. Darren Coulson. He's like
1: 31. 31,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost Thaddeus Young, Bogdanovich, Corey Joseph, Tyreek Evans. Don't forget about him. He's suspended for at least two years. So that's who's out there from, uh, from the Pacers. But Brogdon Lamb... You know, TJ Warren, like I said, Edmund Sumner. What do you think? What's the grade for the Pacers?
1: I'm not pumped about this. Okay, interesting.
0: I I feel like the Pacers have gotten a lot of love here the last couple of days. It's the Jazz in the West and the Pacers in the East for the moves they've made. You're You're not that pumped. I'm worried about
1: there's okay. Okay. First, locker room changes. Three starters gone. You're Thaddeus Young, Darren Collison, and Boyan Bogdanovich. Yep. That's tough. So yeah, you know, the locker room changes over, but uh, at a locker room led by Victor Oladipo and Malcolm Brogdon, Miles Turter, maybe you don't have to question that. Fair. A lot of good dudes in that locker room, but who's going to score? I, I understand TJ Warren can put it in the bucket. He is your, your classic guy that you'd never think about, but he can put 15, 20 on the, on the board. Brogdon can also put it on the board to replace Boyan, um, who's, you know, their biggest scorer that they left. So, that left, I should say, and Jeremy Lamb can also score. Um,
0: yeah, it's 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 are those pieces enough to make up for your? Uh, yeah, I, you know your Bogdanovich and yeah, the guys
1: just do, and young. Yeah, there's guys just do enough. Uh, guys last year they just did enough to get them by, and sometimes they couldn't score. You know, I'm saying who's going to replace your scoring? Sometimes those guys couldn't score. Yeah, especially in the postseason. Um, but you know, without
0: Ma- Depot. I mean that's the yes, the huge caveat. Uh, that, yeah. Yes, and so he's maybe- expected back possibly earlier than we expected even.
1: So maybe it's fine. Maybe it's a sort of a, a lateral move here.
0: Maybe I, I guess
1: I guess that could be the case.
0: You think it sounds like you think even when Oladipo is back in the mix, that the Pacers are still like that second tier in the East. They're a good team. They're a playoff team. Somebody's
1: got it. Somebody has to. Last year, I thought they could have been an elite team. Somebody has to take another step, and that that somebody's probably Miles Turner mm-hmm. uh, for them to be top notch.
0: Right. Oladipo, you got Sabonis, you got Turner, and then you've got all these new moves. I, I think that Jeremy Lamb was a nice little. He, he played well in in, in Charlotte. He was the second best player in Charlotte.
1: Yes. Is, is that more about Charlotte and more yeah, about Jeremiah? Not
0: saying a lot, but he can give you a little bit of scoring. It's really what Bel- Malcolm Brogdon gives you. Zach Harper, I think, is right. When Oladipo returns, I saw him write this, that you can picture Brogdon um, as sort of that like off-the-ball option as like a super Patrick Beverly. Like, he's going to give you defense, and he can hit open shots. He's the 50-40-90 guy. Everybody knows that. He's super efficient. Um that that it just works. It could work really nice nicely with Oladipo. I, I buy that. I like yeah. that. I think he's a complimentary I, player. I to don't Oladipo. disagree.
1: Yeah, he's he's a very very good player. But you for know, them
0: to go to the next level, I hundred percent agree. Sabonis and Miles Turner just need to become better basketball players, and they're yeah. great. They're on their way. I like both of them.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be a good team. They're going to be you know four or five ish. Uh, Brogdon. I just I wonder. Can you expect him to be as good as? Boyan Bogdanovich in terms of scoring mm-hmm. I know it's nobody cares about Boyan Bogdanovich all that much but the guy Oh when Oladipo
0: went down yeah He, he did a phenomenal so, job yeah,
1: I love, Malcolm Brogdon a great dude And I'm glad he's getting paid And uh, he does a lot of great things off the court And uh, happy for him Four years 85 you said wow
0: You ever had a Jehovah's Witness At your door here in the neighborhood JD? I have really, <laughs> absolutely yeah I, didn't, I was not expecting that answer. I know. I've never had it. Yeah, I guess I'm in, a, I'm in an apartment. Yeah, they come every few weeks. Oh. I just tell them to fuck right Oh, jeez. <laughs> J.D., what are you doing that you couldn't talk to them for a second?
1: I'm busy. I'm podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right. The Miami Heat. They acquired Jimmy Butler in a sign-and-trade. Four years, $142 million. Jimmy wants to play in Miami. Jimmy's going to play in Miami. They also acquired Myers Leonard in that four-team deal. They lost Josh Richardson and Hassan Whiteside, who goes to Portland. So not a lot here. Not a lot. But, Jimmy, a star player. What's the grade? Not
1: a lot. Not a lot of action on my end. Not a lot of highs. Not a lot of lows. It's a C for me. Okay. This is not going to be a great team. Really? Yeah. That's going to be very similar to last year. And they might lose Goran Dragic. They're they're going to lose some parts because of their financial situation, they're gonna to have to trade somebody. So, yeah, to me, it's it, is it like the Bulls and and Jimmy Butler as their number one guy with Dwayne Wade and Rajon Rondo a couple of years ago? They might be a seven eight seed. That's what it feels like to me. Jimmy Butler's as your number one guy, uh, especially when your two three four guys aren't exceptional. It feels like it's yeah, it's a sort of a run it back of last year with Jimmy who wants to be as you said with your with your Jimmy lines. He just wants to be the guy. Oh yeah. That's what it is. He does I don't think he cares about winning as much as he leads on. He just he wants to be the number one option. Nick Friedell pointed this out, a guy who covered Jimmy Butler in Chicago. Let's just, you know, drop the facade. You you wanna you wanna be cool. You wanna be you wanna <laughs> be he's a great player. But he also wants the other stuff that comes along with being a celebrity. And he rank he he values that. He values he values those, the stroll on the South Beach with the glasses, yeah. the, the shades, hey. and the look. And, and that's fine. But he had a better chance of winning in Philadelphia, figuring it out in Philadelphia. And, again, mixed reports. Did they just give him the boot and say, hey, you know, go down to, to Miami and hang out there? I doubt it. I think they would have kept Jimmy around. And he had a, a much better situation there. So when Jimmy Butler is at the end of this contract, 34 uh, you know, Hopefully, his, they have hopefully won-
0: his legs still work. Exactly. Got a lot of minutes. Exactly. On him.
1: How many? How many more? How many? How much more can you expect from Jimmy Butler? You can expect him to carry a team. How? F- you were surprised that I said they're not going to be that good. They're not going to be that good.
0: No, no, they're not going to be competing for a title. But, but, um, you know, they do have a star player now. We can't. I mean, whether or not you know, winning is the most important thing to Jimmy Butler. We've seen the guy he can ball out, especially in a playoff series. Mm-hmm. We we just witnessed it. Where he can be, you know, with a lot of talent out there, the best player on the floor at times. Um, so you're going to be happy about that. You're always going to be happy about getting a star player, an all star caliber player. Mm-hmm. With, in, in an offseason, we should point out that the, the Heat were not going to be able to do a whole lot because they just, because of their books, there just wasn't like, yeah, Pat Riley can, you know, notoriously get a meeting with everyone, but, well, we just can't pay you anything because. We've tied up all these money into some of these crazy contracts and they got off the white side one and it's expiring now in a year, so who really cares? But they there's they they back themselves into a corner with some of their signings. I think we can agree with that. So yeah. rally gets Butler, you get the star. He should pair perfectly, you have to admit, with the the mentality of this Miami Heat team, this sort of like with their training staff and just this just let's go to work, let's go to work, let's be the fittest team out there and, and, and just kill teams. Through fatigue, sometimes and exhaustion, just run him into the ground because we're just better fit. That works well. That's what Jimmy likes. He doesn't like when the coaches take it too easy on him, uh, in in, in Pryor's uh, spot. So Spolstra and that that Heat Riley sort of like we're dogs mentality. That that sort of makes sense to me with Jimmy Butler. It's fine now. Will when some of the bad contracts. Get off their books. Will he be able to draw a second star? Jimmy Butler cannot be the best player. I don't think on your team. You're going to need another guy, and then pieces around them to really contend. Well,
1: then will Jimmy Butler get then get pissed if he's not the? Best that's player? right. That's exactly that's they, right. If they can reel in, uh, I don't know.
0: That's the dance somebody. that you have to do with him. He wants to be the guy, and he loves it, but. He, I'm so, you're not you're like Fidel says. You're, you're not going to win anything with Jimmy Butler as your lead dog.
1: And so him and Gordon Dragic, he can
0: help lead the pack, but he can't be the lead dog.
1: Yeah, but he wants to be that. And so I don't see much changing. They also lose uh, Josh Richardson, who is a really good basketball yeah, player yeah. and 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 did a lot for that team. So yeah, you're right. Him and Justice Winslow and guys like who who, who want to grind it out and James Johnson could be fine. They 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 definitely can get, get into the playoffs. But, uh, you know, I don't think it's, it's an easy road in, in the Eastern conference. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's just cause, uh, it's time to be positive here and maybe they, they can squeeze in. That, that's for sure. But there's a lot of good teams in the East and mm-hmm. I don't know. There's uh, I do not I don't, I don't see this four years going all that well. Maybe the first year or two.
0: Okay. Well, out of respect for, for Desus and Marrow and worldwide wob and Ben Lyons, I've waited until, what, about an hour in here to talk about the Knicks? But we got to talk about the Knicks now. Here's what they've done. A+. plus, They signed Julius Randle, three years, $63 million. They signed Taj Gibson, two years, $20 million. They signed Bobby Portis, two years, $31 million. Signed Reggie Bullock, two years, $21 million. Signed Wayne Ellington, two years, $16 million. Signed Alfred Payton, two years, $16 million. Lost DeAndre Jordan, lost Hazonia. Possibly lost their dignity and their pride. Yeah. It, it went very quickly from uh, from Zion Williamson, KD, and Kyrie to Julius Randle, who I like and I think a lot of people like, and then some other power forwards and some other shooters, and, and Alfred Payton, who's having another chance at, at being sort of a star point guard or a lead point guard, I should say. What do you grade this?
1: You know... I'm gonna be positive. Okay, here. Okay, okay, okay. So guys, don't come there. What are you gonna do about that? Right. I mean, that's. I think that's on the yeah, management. You con- that's for convince
0: sure. Convince your owner to sell the team is what you try to <laughs> do about it. Yeah, you got to have a better organization.
1: Yeah. I'll go B plus.
0: Wow. I know it's okay. Well, it's well, so bu- so well I, the reason you are alone in this, I mean, I've seen this sort of mental or this uh, feeling about what the Knicks ended up with being not atrocious. Listen, it's but not. It's, it's
1: not. They're not making the playoffs no. at all. But they didn't commit money to guys, even though you said a bunch of names there. Alfred Payton, Tosh Gibson, Wayne Allen, yeah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The only guy they signed long-term, past one year.
0: Right, because a lot of these are player options. Or yeah, team it's, options, it's one plus an option yep. for
1: Payton, Gibson, Ellington, yep. Portis, Bullock, and then guaranteed money to Julius Randle. That's it, for long-term. So they're basically in the same spot next year, if they want to be. In yeah. exactly the same spot, which is dump all these guys and we can sign somebody. Will anybody come there? No, maybe not. I, well, for,
0: so there's barely anyone in the 2020 class mm-hmm. unless they're going to be signing uh, maybe DeMar DeRozan or Andre Drummond. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, okay so, now that yeah. I say it out loud, I can see happening.
1: <laughs> they're not going to be good for a long time. But in this offseason, I, I don't think they handcuff themselves. And they got a bunch of tradable guys, too. People want shooters in Wayne Ellington and Reggie Bullock. So maybe they can get a pick or something for them You know, when inevitably they're going to be in 12th in the Eastern Cup. But uh, the unfortunate thing is they didn't they didn't, they weren't a dumping ground for some of the bad contracts out there. As you see like teams like the Hawks yeah. or Andre Godala go to the Memphis Grizzlies gets a pick attached to him because you have to give give something to to drop something off. Well, the Knicks had all that room and they did nothing with it including getting draft picks which would have really helped.
0: Right. They could have taken on like that veteran salary and then picked up draft picks along the way. Like these squads are but doing. But they didn't because yeah. they're the Knicks. Right. And so we applaud them on, hey, at mm. least you didn't sign these very mediocre players to longer than possibly a year. Right. That's how that's how yeah. low the bar is. That's, for, yep. that's <laughs> hey, a Good bar. job. You didn't lock in Bobby Portis to a four-year, $75 million deal. Yeah. You didn't Joakim Noah him. That's the bar. I mean, that is the bar. You're right. They actually have some players now at least, like actual players that most people know, whether or not they're all gonna jive. Yeah, I'm with you, they're not making the playoffs, but they should be better. They're gonna be a little they'll be a little scrappier under David Fisdale with some of these guys. Especially especially a lot of these guys are gonna look at this as like, you know, hey, only the Knicks wanted us, so to speak. And we couldn't even get longer than a, we couldn't get a two locked in year deal here. Uh, so with something to prove is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like there's going to play with a chip on their shoulder. I think a lot of these guys now, whether you can make that all work in a team setting. Good luck with that. Um, but I'm
1: I'm only tuning in for RJ Barrett myself.
0: Right. OK. And you don't think any of this like takes away from from the young guns getting the the opportunity. Be it a Barrett, again, a Knox, a Mitchell Robinson. You don't think so. Like you know, you don't I, worry. Bobby Portis is like, "Hey man, I'm gonna punch you right. if you don't give me my shot. Yeah, Test I, me. I've done I, it before."
1: It's you know the the um, pushing each other is 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 good for those guys as a general rule. But when it comes to body, Bobby Portis, it turns from pushing to punching, and that could be a problem with Mitchell <laughs> Robinson, especially. Like, R.J. Barrett's gonna play. Kevin Knox probably gonna play, mm-hmm. and maybe Mitchell Robinson. I, I think there's enough minutes to go around though. You know, there's two spots: it's the power forward and center. 96 minutes for Bobby and Mitchell Robinson, uh, and Julius Randall to play enough. You know, uh, so I'm not sure. So, maybe Taj Gibson turns out to be a Udonis Haslem and doesn't play.
0: Yeah, yeah, it um, feels like they're bringing him to as a bit of a a mentor. Yeah, and he's solid defensively. For they're sure. trying to, they're
1: trying to be the you know uh, they should try and be a Brooklyn Nets. Um, but they need more. They should be what doing what the, the Nets did, and that's get some picks. Get I hear what I,
0: I hear what you're saying, but here's why they're a D. Because after we, we learn that Kyrie is going to Brooklyn and KD is going to Brooklyn, and, and and then even after it's announced that the Knicks are signing Julius Randle, Knicks president Steve Mills, he issues a statement in light of the team's free agency news that was going down on Sunday. Like this was hours after, you know, the six PM. Start on Sunday. And basically, I'm not going to read the whole thing here, but he's like, We understand Knicks fans could be disappointed with tonight's news, but we're going to continue to be, you know, upbeat and confident, and we're going to rebuild the Knicks, and we're going to compete for championships, and we're going to do it through the draft, and we're going to, and our targeted free agents. I mean, that's got to hurt a little bit if you're Randall or any of these other guys they ended up citing, because the team is coming up and basically saying, ah, Sorry. Remember when James Dolan went on radio and he's like, we're going to have a really good, really good off season. I feel very, very confident about this, who we're yeah. going to be getting. Like, that's what he said. I'm not putting words in his mouth. That's what he no, said. And it built said. up. And like and look, the media is to blame. I get all that. We were starting to run with the KDs going there. Maybe he's going with Kyrie. Oh, my God. Maybe Anthony Davis at one point was going to go there. But, you know, they came out. They said, well, that whoops, that didn't happen. Sorry. But, hey, come on. We'll get there. That's, that's, I, that's, I, I can't, I've ever seen that. That's never,
1: you happened. don't see, you don't see that. You don't see that. You also don't see an owner come out in February and say, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so I think that was in a response to that. Hey, our owner's not making good decisions. We got to say something, I guess. Uh, I think that's what it was. You got to just uh, shut the traps and keep going.
0: Because they signed all these two year deals with the, the team option on the second year, we are, I mean, we're going to go through this all over again in 2021, right? Like it's gonna be, they're gonna get, they're gonna try and get Giannis, or they're gonna try and get, you know, Paul George, or even I'm gonna throw it out there now. They're gonna try and get old LeBron. <laughs>
2: they're
0: gonna have a, good, they're gonna try and get old LeBron, continue to be bad, so they can draft his son, and that's where it's gonna happen. It's gonna, it's gonna happen in New York. Just give us a meeting. Just give us a meeting. That's right? All we need. My goodness. But yeah, look, it's because it, it's at it does. As simple as it sounds, just feels like a lot of these guys are like, "I don't want to go play there for this for this organization with James Dolan as, as your owner. I don't want to do it." Yeah. And You're I not and wrong. I love and I love how Knicks fans though, I love how quickly like they they'll, they'll like they turn it around. Like they're hoping for Katie, of course, they're hoping for Kyrie. And I love how quickly they turn it around when they don't get their the star player, and they go like, oh, they're not built for New York." Those guys don't. It doesn't, hey, if you don't want to come to New York, you're not built for New York. I love that. I think it's so so charming. <laughs> it's like, oh, these guys just uh, you know basically shut the door in our face. Well, yeah, you didn't. You weren't made for this city. You're built. You for You couldn't Brooklyn. take it on. Exactly. That's what you see. That's what you see. All right, I'm gonna throw a, a couple more Eastern Conference teams before we jump over to the West here at you. I'll give you some of their moves, and then you can you know stop me if there's one you really really want to talk about or even to throw the grade on. The Magic, they kept B-minus. Oh, the Magic kept Vucevic four years, 100 million. Terrence Ross four years, 54 million. Michael Carter Williams, and then got Al Farukamino three years, 29 million. B B-minus. So you don't mind it.
1: They're charming. They're a charming bunch. and That's why I like them. And there's something about. them. They're running it back essentially, and they're bringing in Alvaro Rukamino as another guy who's who's sort of like a uh, Jonathan Isaac, heavy. Yeah, not, they not got a lot,
0: lot of big guys. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, lengthy, three, four, five guys. It is.
1: It's interesting they kept Vooch, um, but yeah, there's something about them. I you know they're over under totals like thirty six and a half. They're a playoff team last year. I I, I think they're they are going to get better and. and for once, they had some good chemistry in that locker room, and they're deciding to double down on it, which which I'm fine with.
0: Yeah, Vucevic for you know 25 a year isn't brutal either. It's not brutal though. You saw what happened in the playoffs, so that's never a good sign. But right. they're running it back. Okay, Wizards kept Thomas Bryant three years, 25 million. Signed Isaiah Thomas, Tass, and Ish Smith. <laughs> that's who they've brought in. Got a grade from them?
1: D. Oof. Quick, quick D. Not, they uh, they they didn't. They didn't capitalize on Thomas Sadoransky in, right, the, uh, right. at, in February. They didn't capitalize on Trevor Reza in February. Just trade the guys and get something.
0: Uh, the Bulls, you said uh, Sadoransky. He signed with them, three years, $30 million. Signed Thaddeus Young, three years, $41 million. Kept Archie, three years, $9 million. And they signed Luke Cornett. Bulls grade.
1: Who the heck are these guys? No, that's fine. That is that's that's- entirely fine moves. I, I think definitely. so.
0: I can't believe I'm saying this. I wish Trey was here, so I could look him in the eye and say, <laughs> that's solid. That's. I have no problems with it's any of those. It's
1: solid, but does it make it a playoff team? or? Well,
0: look, baby it,
1: steps. It's all about... They
0: used to be the baby bulls, baby steps now.
1: Yeah, it's all about... To me, we'll get to the Sacramento Kings. It's similar to me. You're signing good role players. These guys are all good locker room guys. or Sadoransky and Thaddeus Young primarily. I'm not that well versed on Mr. Yes. Um but uh, I love his ice cream cones. But um, <laughs> the starters have to get better, just like the Kings. Great, it's great you got role players, but uh, the other guys, your Larry Markinens, Zach Levines, have to take another step for them to be good. These are they, they, you know, it's sort of like the Magic. I they believe in their their other guys, I guess, yeah. is what's happening.
0: Um, Detroit Pistons signed Derrick Rose two years, fifteen million dollars, and Tim Frazier. That's minimum,
2: that's
0: and, really and now, and oh, yeah, that's it, Correct, and now uh, was it Marcus or from Marquise? I've already forgotten. And then I know no way. I got to keep checking back. Now
1: it's a, it's a Marquise. They got a Morris. They got a Marquise.
0: This is,
1: a, I, I guess it's it's a C plus for me at the end of games. Um, it was Reggie Jackson and Blake Griffin trying to make plays. Now it's going to be Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin. What did that What did that get you in Minnesota last year? For as far as Derrick Rose and Carl Anthony Townsend? just missing out on the playoffs in the east you're in the playoffs right uh, like they were last year it's totally fine but it's it doesn't excite me whatsoever
0: yeah the only thing to keep an eye on is derrick rose was that just uh an aberration where he could suddenly hit three-pointers hmm. because he hadn't for his entire career it's their line drives and he had a good year um it, it went he it, it tailed off at the end of the year if you really dig deep into the numbers but had a solid year from three. If you can give him a little bit of shooting to pair that with him driving inside, then okay. Then okay. Two years, 15, no problem. But does he just go back to, uh, you know, basically building houses with the bricks from three? Yeah. Which is possible.
1: It's not not a really well-designed team. Even if Markeith Morris is is chipping in, it's just the same old Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin in your front court and not a great ball handler uh, to to do things. And Derrick Rose will be fine and maybe – He'll get into the starting lineup. Maybe, like you said, Reggie Jackson has not worked out there. Uh, has not worked out. Period. Maybe Derrick Rose takes over for him at some point. But it doesn't. It's not a great formula for me. And Blake's only getting older.
0: And then finally in the East, they didn't really do much. We got the Raptors, Cavs, and Hawks. The Hawks did acquire Chandler Parsons from the Grizzlies for Solomon Hill and uh, Anna Plumley. A plus. All three of those.
1: <laughs> well, I like I, the, net, the 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 Hawks are doing what the Nets were or the Nets did a couple years ago, yep. acquire assets. Uh, their highest paid players are going to be Chandler Parsons, Evan Turner, and Alan Crabb. 25 Shout out
0: to 2016.
1: Exactly. All 2016 guys. And, uh, and you know, they traded Solomon Hill and Miles Plumlee for Chandler Parsons. Shout out to 2016. That's fine. That's totally fine. Those are their highest paid players. They'll be gone in 2020. They're slowly building. They're slowly building it up. The trajectory is bright. It, 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 is, it is very good for this team. Mm-hmm. I, I think the uptick is, is it, it's, it's coming for this Atlanta Hawks team.
0: By the way, we're about an hour 15 in here. We still got Twitter humming along. No word yet on Kawhi Leonard. No, no word on whether or not he is going to stay with the Raptors, go to the Lakers, go to the Clips. He's in Toronto. The helicopters are there. It's coming on the, the fourth. paparazzi is there. We can't tell if he's loving it or hating it. Everybody thinks he's hating it, but maybe he secretly loves it. Yeah, so this, I agree. Right? You know? I'm I starting agree. to think this a little bit. For a guy that just does, you know, he, oh, he never says anything, doesn't like the limelight. Well, the guy suddenly he's like, he's got New Balance, he's got all these cool looking gear, he's taking all these Whoa. promo it's shoots. F- like, look, he's making some money, don't get me wrong, go make your money. It's
1: the first time anyone has said New Balance is cool, but
0: I hey, I think I like some of the stuff he, uh, I do. he rocks. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm 37, I'm, I'm fine starting to it.
0: think he secretly <laughs> likes all this.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I said. Yeah, turn the plane around and go yeah. to San Antonio if you don't like it. <laughs> I mean, he played for a small market team, he wants to go to LA. I don't think he hates it.
0: All right, uh, so we don't know yet. We got a lot to go here still, so maybe we find out by the end of it. All right, to the west, Golden State Warriors. This one, this one was, uh, this was, I think, one of the bigger shocks. No doubt from the opening of free agency. They acquired D'Angelo Russell in a sign and trade, four years, one hundred and seventeen million. They retained Clay Thompson, five years, one hundred and ninety million. That's not a shock. They retained Looney, three years, fifteen million. They signed Willie Cauley Stein and Glenn Robinson the third on Tuesday night. And so they lost Kevin Durant, Andre Iguodala, Jordan Bell, Sean Livingston, maybe? We still don't really know with Sean Livingston, I don't think. How mm-hmm. do you grade this, uh, again, what I think is a fascinating a bit of a shock um, free agency for the Warriors?
1: Well, I'm pumped because it's it's really intriguing that you bring in a guy like D'Angelo Russell to play with Steph Curry. It's, I, I, so I'm giving it an A, just strictly from an <laughs> enticement perspective. I'm, I'm pumped to watch this. I think they only got D'Angelo Russell because of Kevin Durant picked the Brooklyn Nets and they needed to get a part back. Yeah, and that's the part that they got back. So is D'Angelo Russell going to be there long term? Maybe not. But um, I think Klay Thompson is going to come back earlier than people expected. There's already, you know, little rumblings about him being healthy. To uh, so go with D'Angelo Russell and Steph Curry, you know, as, as your one, two, three.
0: See, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. weird. That just st- like full stop right there. That's weird. <laughs> I but, just make, but and I don't know if it's just because I can't picture it or or yeah. what.
1: And because D'Angelo Russell's, you know, a guy who wants the ball in his hands all the time, and Steph Curry's going to have to have the ball in his hands, and so they go from a team that never ran pick and roll was thirtieth in the NBA pick and roll to D'Angelo Russell that's all he did. But can they convince him? You know, he, he agreed to this contract. The guy in a sign and trade has to agree to going to the team that they're going to, so he understands what's going on. Steph is the guy there. Uh, and him and Willie Cauley Stein will work perfectly. And that's why I give it an A too, because I mentioned Willie Colley Stein and Glenn Robinson the third. They recovered. You get Willie Cauley Stein.
0: Uh, and Looney on a super cheap deal. Yeah. People thought he was gonna hit way more than
1: that. They recovered really, really so well. So your man. second unit might be you know, Russell will starting but he'll run with willie Colley stein in your pick and roll that's what willie Colley stein does i'm excited to see how it all how it all shakes out they're young they're very very young steph curry is now the oldest uh, golden state warrior which is which is wild they're trying to get younger this is a challenge for steph um, and clay to make work it's a challenge for steve Kerr to change his style this is uh, i think it's going to be fun for them in a way and it's going to be fun for us and that's why i give it an a it's an a for us
0: yeah i'm i'm excited to see you know with with no katie of course and no clay for at least a couple months you would think yeah. uh and yeah d'angelo will be there and if, if they look to move him at the at the deadline which they could do yeah by then i am excited to see like a steph curry warriors team again like where it is it's totally. him. like when he didn't have durant well he was back-to-back mvp of the league I mean, it was incredible, mm-hmm. and like Will, like he he's hearing all this, he's seeing all this. There are people I just saw an ESPN clip this morning, and I'm not knocking Bobby Marks, but it was you know he was asked, well, who are the eight playoff teams? He didn't have the Warriors in the playoffs, yeah. And like the great and it actually Marks. wasn't you know he went through it, and you're like, whoa, like
1: he he r- right. off all the teams, and then you can say, okay, there's yeah, just too like, many good maybe, teams in the West. Maybe
0: not, but man, you know. Curry and Draymond, and then Clay, when he's back, they are hearing that. Like, come right. on. They're like, are you kidding me? Like, you you just got done saying when we didn't even have Durant, we could barely lose a game in the playoffs that we were, like, invincible still. And now you don't have us in the playoffs?
1: Which is playoffs? nuts. It is nuts to think yeah. about the Golden State Warriors missing the playoffs. But listen, listen to the teams in Denver running it back. Houston. The Lakers are going to be pretty darn good. Yep. The Pelicans, the Thunder, the Spurs are always around. The Jazz. The, the Jazz. I mean, it yep. uh, could be the number one seed. The Mavericks are going to be really, really good. Uh, Blazers, did you say? Yeah. I, no, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I can't list them all. Yeah, yeah. I've got them, hey, listed, no, alpha- right. I'm li- got them listed alphabetical, so it's really ruining my flow. But there's there could be you know 10 playoff teams again. It's it's not going to be easy.
0: But you like the recovery, of, of losing a guy as talented as KD. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, they may not be done done for the season. Like, they may trade D'Angelo Russell at some point. But you got your franchise player in Steph Curry, and they're not wasting his prime years. They're, they're doing something. And, yeah, Willie Cauley-Stein is really – Is he good? Well, he's a Duncan machine. <laughs> I mean, what's happening is uh, DeMarcus Cousins – 2.0 I think with Willie Colley Stein he wasn't getting a contract with the Kings just like DeMarcus wasn't getting a long-term deal so he's got a one-year trial run with the best team in the league and a pretty good team to run around with Kevon right. Looney I mean it's, they it's, could make it's him look better than Diaz, maybe it's pretty pretty good Glenn think, Robinson think, people are gonna take a, everyone would take a flyer on him I think yeah yeah no, I think I don't L- know L- I, I'm, I'm betting on Steph and Steve and Clay why not yeah why, why wouldn't yeah. you
0: the losing a good hurts there's no doubt yeah. to make to make that all happen, to make the sign and trade happen, and basically totally to, they had to, and then they're gonna to make it decisions, happen. yeah, and then they're gonna have a decision coming up here with Draymond Green that will be fascinating, at his age and sort of his he's a phenomenal player defensively, of course, but has limitations on the offense. Do they lock him up to huge money? The
1: the situations where these are the two situations I had at hand. Run it back, Andre Iguodala's. Getting towards you know the end of his career here. This could yeah, be. Yeah, so his- he's
0: writing books. You know, you're getting close to the end. of the career. <laughs> that's a sure tell sign. Yeah, you're writing books. You're almost done. This is right? probably his
1: last year coming up, and if he goes to the Lakers, that's a good idea. Um, but do you run it back with him, or do you give up a couple picks? You give up the future a little bit to to probably to optimize Steph's prime. His his last couple of years here in his prime with D'Angelo Russell, which could turn into something else,
0: right? Some I think point. the yeah, that's the weird part. I get the recovery. You want to get the an, an asset back. You don't want to just lose KD straight up. Um, so you so you get an all star. I mean, it's an Eastern all star, but it's an all star nonetheless. D'Angelo Russell, super young. I get all that. It's weird that it's a guard. I think that's the strange part. Now, I guess it helps that Clay's not there at the beginning. They're going into a brand new arena. Okay, you got Curry and, and D'Angelo Russell. That's your that's your backcourt. It just it's just strange to me that it ended up being a guard. But you know they always say they're they're light years ahead. Maybe they are just flipping that. They already know like I don't know. I, I have no idea who like is it Kevin Love or is it some like is it a uh, is it a more talented big to then pair with the Splash Brothers because it feels weird to have another guard totally. with your Splash
1: Brothers. It is it is very weird. But I guess that's the only thing they were going to get from the Nets. Yeah, because the Nets were going to yeah. give up. You know, it's time to move on to Kyrie and Kevin Love that's interesting do they finally get Kevin Love there was the rumor before yeah. the championship that Clay was going to be traded yeah,
0: for Yeah we Love. debated that yeah. uh on one of the first drop podcasts when we were at NBA TV about the idea of whether you would trade Clay for for Kevin at the time when he was with Minnesota Wow uh, okay let's keep it moving here Blazers they agreed to the supermax with Damian Lillard acquired Hassan Whiteside in that Butler four team trade retained Rodney Hood two years 16 million signed Hazonia, two years league minimum. Signed Anthony Tolliver, one year, $2.6 million. Acquired Ken Bazemore in a trade from the Hawks. They lost Aminu, Harkless, Seth Curry, Cantor, Myers Leonard, and Evan Turner. That's a lot of turnover for a team that was in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. This is uh, a bit shocking. Um, but what, what do you think? What's the grade for this one?
1: Yeah, it's uh, an interesting one. Um, I, I think I'm in the B, fam. Okay. Because... Uh, they got you know, you named all those guys that are going. Uh, and and Seth Curry is is a great shooter on that list, but you know, a little bit limited. They got a good shooter in Kent Bazemore. He he still has that, and he can start. Um and Hassan Whiteside, his best year is always a contract year. So <laughs> right. despite Ennis Cantor leaving, I think Hassan Whiteside will be fine there. Um so I don't know, it's kind of uh I think they did gain a little bit, and along with Anthony Tolliver, I, I, he can shoot the ball. He can give you something. He can give you probably what Seth Curry gave you off the bench to some degree. Mario Zonia is the guy that everybody wants to take a flyer on, but probably isn't all that good.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I, I think, hear I think you. Maybe I mean,
1: they, they lost some of their depth, but I, I think maybe their top end got a little bit better.
0: Yeah, they are hoping like Bazemore and Hood are you know picking up the slack of guys that have their limitations you know Aminu and Harkless and stuff like that but are solid solid role players around you know your Lillard and McCollum on the wings both defensively and being at times being able to hit a shot like they, they were good players we can agree with that I mean the Blazers team have proven they've been a pretty good team for the last couple of years mm-hmm. so you're asking you know Bazemore was in a tough spot in in, in with the Hawks I mean he got his payday
1: was shout was, out to 2016 yeah
0: again but was fine and was fine but you know, maybe maybe he's a little reinvigorated here now on a on a talented team, a much more talented team in the Blazers out there. I I could see that. And Rodney Hood played really really well when it mattered in the in the postseason. So those are your your wing guys that are picking up the slack for for some of the guys you lost. I get it. And Evan Turner, if you want to throw him in the mix, although so he was more of like a backup point guard. Yeah, the white side's interesting. I mean, no, is there anyone out there that's a white Whiteside fan?
1: <laughs>
0: I'm dead serious.
1: Back. The Heat weren't. Probably a, the the only fans are the Heat fans that can pick up his cool Miami Vice jersey for fifty percent off right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's. Probably, I think I, they're going to be sitting there. I agree with you, um, but they're not going to be all. They it was Myers Leonard who didn't really have a a steady year, and Mo Harkless who's who's totally a solid player. I don't think they gave up a lot. It's it is an interesting move, but I think they they believe Hassan Whiteside's peak could be better than Ennis Cantor's peak. And again, it's a contract year.
0: Right. It's a contract year. It's not like you're locked into Whiteside for for multiple years here anyway. Uh, You also are missing your center in Nurkic because of injury, who could be out for a while being a giant dude and a severe injury at that. You're hoping Zach Collins is is better um, with more reps and more opportunity. I think that's fair. So yeah, I, I think B is exactly right. I mean, I guess you're not banking on the Blazers being in the conference finals again just because of... Other teams getting a little bit better in the West and how it shakes out, but they're still a really good team. They're still probably going to be a solid team when you got Lillard as your leader and then McCollum, and then whoever else you have around them, and a well-coached squad at that. They 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 prove me wrong a lot. Uh, you know, it feels like every season where I'm like, ah, they're going to plateau here a little bit. Yeah. And then they and they and their plateau is just way higher than I. Then I'm always shocked by it.
1: And that's the worrisome part is that maybe they got to the conference finals because they had great chemistry and maybe. You're tearing that down by trading a bunch of your gut, basically trading half your, more than half your rotation. Yeah,
0: Eric Griffith noted on Twitter: players departing Portland played more minutes in the playoffs last season one thousand nine hundred eighty nine than those still on the team one thousand nine hundred seventy six. So, hmm. so guys that were playing in in the postseason, um, playing heavy minutes because of across the board there
1: yeah i guess my surprise my, my most surprising one is it's unfortunate for them i'm sure they want to keep seth curry and Dennis Cantor. um he you know he was great uh, he was really really good and hassan whiteside should be better than him on paper but that never is the case so it, yeah
0: the way they play defensively with their bigs that's what whiteside does stay back protect the rim you know we don't need you out here chasing that's how they play it, it, within uh, Terry Stotts system defensively. So, that 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 jives. That works mm-hmm. if that if they continue to play that and, and have the rest of the perimeter guys run around and, and try and, and defend and, and and get over fight through screens and stuff like that. So, and
1: Mario or um, Hassan Whiteside was very pumped on Instagram, yelling and screaming, "We got shooters! We got shooters!" Ooh, yeah, taking a shot at his. I'll say at the Heat fam. Is he going to pass it to the shooters? I don't know.
0: <laughs> All right, the Utah Jazz. The darlings of right. 2019 free agency, so I'm excited to hear your take on this. They signed Bogdanovich. Four years, $73 million. They signed Ed Davis. Everybody loves Ed Davis. Two years, $10 million. Signed Jeff Green. One year, $2.5 million. Uncle Jeff with the Jazz. Signed Emmanuel Moutier. One year deal. He's just 23 years old, by the way. Wow. And they acquired Mike Conley in a trade before the draft. So... You know Conley and Bogdanovich and Ed Davis and Green and Moody, they lost Derek Favors, Ricky Rubio, and Neto, who was waived. How do you feel about the Jazz? What's the grade? Are you as high on the Jazz as everybody else seems to be? Oh
1: yeah, you they are. are the darlings. What's another word for darlings? It seems like a played-out word. Yeah, uh, the, the bells
0: of the ball. around <laughs> <points>. Yeah,
1: just <laughs> feels. I can't
0: even think of another word for
1: them. I want more of a no. What? What do you mean? It's, Darlings? Darlings is <laughs> fine. It uh, feels like a bit of a negative connotation. Like, uh, it's a bit of a sweetie for me. It's a bit mm. uh, of a feminine tone.
2: Yeah, sure.
0: Looks, like the bells of the ball.
1: Which is fine. <laughs> uh, they, I don't need a masculine word, but um, they're great. These guys are great. <laughs> I mean, you trade Ricky Rubio for... The
0: Fonz? For... <laughs> they're the Fonz.
1: <laughs> the Fonz?
0: Yeah, I got a leather jacket. They're cool. Everybody oh, likes them.
1: I thought you were talking about like a... Uh... A bird. Isn't a fauna bird? I don't know.
0: Yes. <laughs> I think it is.
1: Um, Mike Conley is a lot better than Ricky Rubio. <laughs> Period. I think that's what it really that, That's what you got to get pumped up for. And then you get Boy and Bogdanovich instead of Derek Favors, who favors is a good player, but he'll be better as a center in New Orleans. You got a ton of scoring. Conley and Bogdanovich around Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and Joe Ingles. Yeah, you got to be really, really excited for a team that's. Amazing defensively. Now you got some scores.
0: I thought the Utah Jazz were gonna be the number two team in the West last year. Right. I was high on the Jazz last season, and now I'm even I'm arguably even higher on them now because they have offense to go with a great defense. Totally. That is, you know, led by Rudy Gobert at the back there. Um you got shooters. We saw them in the playoffs. They couldn't hit shots. They got looks against the Rockets. They got a ton of looks. Nobody can hit one. And That's a fair so point, in, yeah. in so in theory with, with Bogdanovich and, and Conley, who it's like he's he's such a he's such sort of a Kyle Lowry type of guy to me, um, that he that he's solid on both ends of the floor. You know he's 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 not he's not one of the elite players in the league, but he's so good and 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 when you play with them, everyone seems to love him. Conley even probably more than Lowry. The guys winning like those teammate awards and all that stuff. So it it makes sense. This is great. I think this is so good for Donovan Mitchell as well. Oh, big time! Right to have just to. to have somebody else that can hit a shot um, and can give you a little scoring so it's not the pressure on you to, hey, man, we're going to need 30 to have any chance of pulling out this win.
1: Mike Conley's going to be amazing with Donovan Mitchell. Apparently they're already working out together.
0: Yeah, this is good.
1: Uh, The last time Mike Conley was in the playoffs, many people weren't watching his playoff series against the San Antonio Spurs. Kawhi was going off against Conley in 2017, but Conley was also going off. He had a 35 point game, a 26, a 26, a 24, a 24, and a 13 in six games. He was, he was great. The guy is a really great player. Now he's on the other side of 30. He'd be he's comfortable giving Donovan Mitchell the majority of the shots, and then you right. have a guy like Boyan Bogdanovich, you can fit a lot better in the third role in terms of scoring. And Joe Ingles the same and Rudy Gobert's going to have space. He's not a great offensive player, um, but he's going to have space to make things happen on the uh the lobs and the dunks. So their starting five is is really really good.
0: Yeah, and then even, you know, filling out the rest of the roster with Ed Davis and Jeff Green and Moutier, I mean, some of these guys they're taking a little bit of a flyer on. They're obviously hoping Dante Exum can come back and actually play without injuries and be uh, and live up to some of the potential that a lot of people saw in him early uh in his career and why he was drafted so high. That's it's it's good. They're tough to find holes right now with this team. It's one thing to see it on paper, and then another another thing to see them play. But, you know, I, w- I wish we could have zagged here when everyone else is zigging with the Jazz and being high on them, but I can't. I'm no. all, I, I believe it. I, I love, love the Conley-Mitchell um, backcourt. And then to add some more shooting with Bogdanovich beside a Gobert. I mean, just the compliments. It looks yeah, perfect. It is perfect. It looks perfect. By the way, Bogdanovich coming from the Pacers. Pacers have signed uh, T.J. McConnell, so they now have T.J. Leaf, T.J. McConnell, and T.J. Warren. T.J. Ford also used to play in Indiana.
2: <laughs>
0: crazy, crazy. So they got a, another guard there in T.J. McConnell, formerly of the Sixers. All right. Dallas Mavericks retain Kristaps Porzingis, five years, one hundred and fifty-eight million. Retain Maxi Kleber, four years, thirty-five million. Retain Dwight Powell, Canadian Dwight Powell, three years, thirty-three million. I feel like that was the first signing. Am I crazy? A free agency? Felt like that one was. Retained JJ Berea, one year vets minimum. Retained Dorian Finney Smith, three years, 12 million. Signed Seth Curry, as you said, four years, 32 million. And just before we sat down to record, signed Boban Marjanovic, two years, 7 million. He has already tweeted out things are bigger in Texas, <laughs> which is pretty good. Um, uh, uh, that's a lot. It didn't really lose anyone. I got,
1: I applaud you for your enthusiasm in, in reading those off. But, yeah, uh, no, you're
0: not that pumped.
1: No, are Are you? I mean, it's no, it's the start. same team as last year essentially with yeah. Seth Curry, which is great. Yeah, they gave him a, he was a one year rental in Portland. They got him back, and Boban who was played off the floor in in, yeah. in the playoffs.
0: Boban is just there for I mean, little oh, th- yeah. Think of the the Mavericks videos they're going to pump out. That's a good point. They've got the best you know video production team probably in the NBA.
1: They lost Dirk. In comes Boban yeah. to be the star.
0: Smart. That's smart. Yeah. They're, they're thinking that that's next level. That's light years ahead. Start thinking of your social media accounts. Forget the wins.
1: Win the internet.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. So nah. they're going to win the internet with Boban in all these videos. But yeah, you're right. Bring back the same team. It's just incomplete. In Porzingis. It's
1: incomplete right now because they want a third star. And maybe they get Goran Dragic. Which was rumored to be a part of the Jimmy Butler trade, which still could happen. They could still get Goran Dragic as their third guy behind Kristaps and Luka Doncic, another Slovenian star. There, their team international right now, their mm-hmm. team worldwide. They're put, they're pit bull, Mister Worldwide. Uh, but um, right now, yeah, they're they're gonna be good. But they, they traded Harrison Barnes at the at the trade deadline um, because they didn't want to pay him, and now the Kings have given him a heck of a contract, yep. which we'll get to. Uh, but they need something to replace him to be really great, to be the, you know, part of the top four or five. Do you know.
0: think, do you think that, but you think they're a borderline playoff team oh, if Porzingis yeah. is healthy? And, oh yeah. And, and oh like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I guess I just expected more uh, from this. You trade Harrison Barnes. What's the point of that? To get a third guy in here. Right. I, I thought that was the point. Um And maybe they're waiting on the right guy. And and Dragic, I think, would be great. I, yeah, you know, we named all those tough the the tough teams in the Western Conference. But if you've got Kristaps Porzingis and Luka Doncic, who are two of the best, whatever. I don't know. I can't. I I don't have the number. I'm not. I can't Bill Simmons it right now and pull out a number of top fifteen, top eighteen, top duos, young duos. I I do believe in Kristaps, though. I think he's going to get back to being incredible.
0: Okay, you're not worried that the guys missed. What 140 games over four seasons? And I don't know. I he's a giant. Yeah. He,
1: I didn't go to med school in the last three weeks, so I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. They well look. They they don't make the, that trade without knowing the Mavericks. I'm talking about, right? Like, hey, we we're fine with it. We're locking them up. We love the idea of him with Luca. Cool. No no problem. We're doing that. So yeah, they're confident. Mm-hmm. And he was like, guy was like an all star at 22. Yes, it was in the East, but it was on the Knicks, which is not easy to do. Because you weren't winning a lot of games, so you know you had great records, and he's just one of those rare, like, rare guys in today's NBA, uh, really of all time, actually, that can block a ton of shots and then hit threes. That's and, and like in today's game, what more do you want? Protect the rim and as a big guy, be able to st- stretch the floor and hit a bunch of threes for us. Like, okay, sign me up. Mm-hmm. So um, you, you're hoping he's playing, and you're hoping at at seven foot three, he's just not one of these like. I don't know, Elgowski type guys or other guys that are just because of size have foot problems and leg problems, and then it's and then it's sort of like it's over from that. But
1: yeah, I guess Dwight Powell. Not to get nitty gritty here, but I guess Dwight Powell starts with them and is their five because they're paying him like a, a starter, I guess. Yep. And Kristaps is the four and maybe finishes games at the five, and so you don't have to play Kristaps forty minutes at the center spot. Kind of makes sense, uh, but Dwight Dwight Powell also got paid like. Like he's a good player, but sometimes he can't stay on the floor.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, all right, Sacramento Kings. Retained Harrison Barnes, four years, $85 million. Signed Corey Joseph, another Canadian there, three years, $37 million. Signed Dwayne Denman, three years, $41 million. Signed Trevor Ariza, two years, $25 million. And signed Rashawn Holmes, two years, $10 million.
1: I know you like this, Skeets. I know you like this. I
0: love the Sacramento Kings.
1: I don't. You don't? I think they overpaid.
0: Yeah, on what a majority Every, of these like guys, basically
1: everywhere. Harrison Barnes, f- he signed in 2016. Shout out to 2016 for that monster max contract. It seemed like he was overpaid, and then the Mavs decided, uh, you know, this isn't working out. He didn't live up to it. Now he's getting four years. He basically for got five. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Three years later, uh, Dwayne Dedmon, three years for forty. You're paying 13 million for a guy who's never made more than six million in his career. He's never had more than a one plus one contract uh, i i don't think in his career you know he's gonna be 30 soon that's a lot of money uh cory joseph love that guy yeah great playoff performer you're paying him 13 million a year for the next three years that's starters money is he gonna play a lot with the aaron fox i guess uh trevor reza two years 25 million do you need two years for trevor reza i like the contract he signed with phoenix uh, phoenix better last year I, maybe it's a tax for being a, a sacramento king you have to pay, overpay. Yeah. It's for, maybe, but you're paying overpaying on four guys, I, I do think. And now, like, the type of guys, type of players make sense. It's just, we're just, I'm just talking dollars.
0: Yeah. Look, the Kings are 100% in on making the playoffs next year. That's what this tells me. Like, we need to end the drought and make the playoffs. We want to get our young guys, especially our lead point guard, Star Fox, De'Aaron Fox, we want him to get a taste of that. And that's good. You want that. I, I mean, I, I think we all agree with that. Get those reps, even if you're out in the in the, in the first round. You put up a fight, or you're swept. Whatever. You're in there, and it's different basketball. They are going all in with these moves to get there. I uh, will it be enough? Will it be enough? Because it's still it's still a loaded West. I think it's in play. They were right there, of course, last year. I like these guys are good players. They are. Whether or not you overpaid for them, they're good players. And they're not going to upset your locker room by any means. I'm talking like guys like Joseph and Dedman and, and Ariza, Rashawn Holmes. I think is a nice one, a sneaky nice one.
1: Yeah, that is a good one.
0: So, you know, you you pair it with your young guys here, and and you hope that you get in there. And I think it's in play. I hear you. I mean, Harrison, the Harrison one, Barnes one. I mean, they get them, and this was like it appeared to have been was decided when they got him. Like, hey, you're going to opt out, and then we'll come to an agreement. And then you'll get longer money, but it'll be around the same money, what you're getting, you know, a yearly. So, okay. That was the agreement they came to. Good on him. This guy continues to get paid. And he's good. He's solid. He's solid.
1: He's solid, if unspectacular, for sure.
0: Well, is Harrison Barnes uh, half as good as Chris Middleton? <laughs> I mean, hmm. yeah, I think so. Half,
1: yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean,
0: right? So, I guess you, you look at the money he's ultimately yeah. getting. Okay, yeah, he's half could, is good?
1: I just like you said, there's they could be a playoff team with the Bucks and Chris Middleton. You know that that's a championship team, so you invest, yeah, right, right, right. right. Uh, and and the Kings can invest and overpay in Harrison Barnes, Dwayne Dedman, Trevor Reza, Corey Joseph, those are your top four paid players next year which you would think, oh, that's not a playoff team, but they can do that because everybody else is on their rookie deal. Yeah. Bagley, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Healed, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and the list goes on. They're, they're young. So that makes sense. But I do think they gave extra years and extra money to guys. And maybe it's going to bite them in a couple of years. Maybe not now. Maybe not. Maybe not this year. Not this year. It, it won't be. You're, right. You're, you're, I understand the the thinking, and maybe it's fine. But maybe in your two or year three of Corey Joseph making thirteen, Dwayne Dedman, Dwayne Dedman, thirteen. It's just it's just it's extra money for guys in Joseph and Ariza and 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 Dedman, Those three that are sort of at the closer to the end than they are to the beginning of their their
0: careers. I should now say. that the Raptors have won a championship, uh, I'm putting my entire support behind the sacramento kings <laughs> to, to to get into the playoffs let will start with that and then to ultimately win a championship you know once once you uh, once as a fan base you get to experience that first championship i truly want every other franchise that doesn't have one to experience it there's nothing like the first one mm. nothing like it so i'm all in, i'm all in on uh, on backing the kings that's my west coast team i said that i believe last year and canadian coach roy rana from um, Ryerson University, coached there, coached uh, also some of the younger men's teams, national men's teams, done a fantastic job. Unbelievable coach. He's going to be an NBA head coach one day. You can lock that in. He's on the uh, Kings' assistant. He's a Kings' assistant. He's on their staff. Smart move there. That's why I'm giving him an A plus plus. Because I, I got Coach
1: Uh Two thoughts. You mentioned the Raptors. We didn't even touch on the Raptors. They had a great signing, Matt Thomas. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah you know, Matt
0: you Thomas. Know. Three years. He got three years. Guy can shoot. Came,
1: yeah, he's apparently 99% on uncontested, on open jumpers. That's pretty good. There's an
0: idea. Don't leave them open.
1: Okay, I played in Europe last year. I played do there.
0: love that the Raptors have, in theory, a guy named Fred and, and Matt.
1: <laughs> and Norm. They and Norm, yeah. Great names. Uh, Who
0: else do you need to get? You need like, a, what are the just best? Well, if they got, ever got a gourd <laughs> in Canada. You got a gourd. I'd say like a... I guess uh, a Michael, not a Mike, a Michael. <laughs> any other good uh, classic names, JD? <laughs> you
1: got Any classic names?
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, I think you got it. Gordon is—he's got to go by Gordon. Oh. No, we're, never, we're saying we're never getting a Gord NBA player. No, no probably not. So. <laughs> probably not. So.
1: Maybe not a maybe a Gordy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can, you can also bet on. This is just a random thing. I don't want to don't want to miss out. You can bet on. The first to officially report the Kawhi I, Leonard I just signing. Saw that one, yeah. That's incre- like you betting on that's nuts. <laughs> this is
0: wild. Individual
1: guys. So you can bet on Adrian Wojnarowski, Sean Sharenia, Mark Stein, Zach Lowe, Tim McMahon, or or the teams, which are good bets.
2: Ooh.
1: The Lakers, Clippers, or the Raptors that you would get the press release from them. In Kawhi's situation, that's a that's a good bet. But it seems that is just ripe.
0: Um, yeah, the update here as, as of 4 o'clock Eastern time on Wednesday, July 3rd with this whole Kawhi back in Toronto is that he's in this, he's in the hotel and he's meeting with the Raptors brass. Nice. That's what we know. And now you're right. We're betting on who is going to actually break the news. <laughs> Can I bet on New Balance?
1: No, not that I've seen. Man. That's ripe for rigging though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a New Balance
0: employee. Let me do, know. Yeah, insider. Insider knowledge. All right. Uh, okay, a couple more here. I know there's a lot of Western Conference teams, but, but n- n- some of them don't have a, a ton. But the Pelicans signed J.J. Redick, two years, $26.5 They acquired Derek Favors in a trade with the Jazz. That cost a few picks. They signed EuroLeague stretch forward Nicolo Melli, I believe is how you say his name. They added Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram in the AD trade, and they retained Darius Miller, two years, $14 million. They lost AD, Randall, Alfred Payton, Solomon Hill. What do you think? The big one is, of, of course, Redick and Favors. Um, what do I think? That's, what's a great isn't you, it amazing? You like it.
1: Yeah, regardless of what the Lakers players do on this team, because of you know, who the heck knows really what you're getting from Brandon Ingram with the blood clot situation, Alonzo Ball if he's really going to develop. And just the fact you've got Drew Holiday, JJ Reddick, Zion, and Derek Favors playing at the five, those are that's a good starting four there, I would say. And put somebody on there like Ingram Hart or Ball, um, that's pretty phenomenal, right? That's it's pretty exciting uh, for a New Orleans fans, and it's all of a sudden it's sort of a deep team. Like, who starts? Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, I mentioned those guys. It's it's it. They've done really well to to recover from a, a guy who said I'm not playing here uh, to to be an exciting basketball team in New Orleans. It, you know, they had a little bit of luck uh, sure getting did. the number one pick, but um, they also did some great things, including you know the first round picks that they got. And you know uh, they've got that that Jackson, what's his name from uh, that they drafted yeah. Jackson Hayes, well, yeah, no, it's not, is it, is something it? like that. Yeah, um, that, so from Texas. Yeah, things are looking bright after it looking pretty bleak in February. I'll
0: say, what a turnaround! It's yeah. crazy. I, I like that they when they make they make the trade finally with with the Anthony Davis and get all the picks, so they have all the Lakers picks from from here on until you know twenty twenty five or whatever the heck it is. But they didn't get a bunch of a shooting really back in that deal. You know, they get Ball, and they get Ingram, they get Josh Hart. Okay. But, so they're like, well, now we have Zion Williamson. Well, what's the best thing to have around Zion Williamson? You want space. So they're like, okay, well, we didn't get a ton of shooting in the AD trade. So let's try and go get some. And J.J. Redick, probably maybe the best shooter available uh, in terms of free agency. As a three-point shooter, they, they get him on a great deal, I think, at the two years 26. And then even Darius Miller, get, you know, retaining him. He's a decent three-point shooter. Shoots a high, per, um, a high volume and a high percentage. That's good. That's smart. And I think Zion's already pumped about the idea of playing with some space. It's like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. College, you know, short a three-point line, not a lot of shooting out there. Teams could play me a particular way. Everybody can shoot in the NBA. Right. Or, or at least the guys on our team, for the most part, can shoot. You got. You're gonna. I'm gonna be a terror. Mm-hmm. That's that's smart thinking. Let's see if it plays out.
1: Now, I, I do think that there is uh, definitely a, because of the Zion shine, it it, it kind of overshadows, or it, I guess you can sort of sweep under the rug what they got uh, for Anthony Davis, because you said Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and the picks.
0: You don't think that it, was a good?
1: I mean, good. It's game? A, it's, a, it's a good. Uh,
0: well, you were because you were saying you would prefer. If you're looking at the players, maybe just players, get yeah. rid of the picks think you would have like a Tatum.
1: The, or pi- the picks were good, but are any of those players going to develop into a star? You I mean, don't
0: know. It it turns out when you leave the Lakers, you turn into an all star. D'Angelo Russell, uh, yeah. Who knows with Julius Randle? I believe in Lonzo Ball. Um, I think it's possible.
1: Yeah, I know, it was. A, they
0: they were in a pretty rough spot. That's, I mean, that's
1: yeah. and that's why it's a it's a hell of a package, especially with when you know that. It's like at Carmelo. Hey, I'm going to New York. They still were able to get Gallinari and Wilson Chandler and Mozgov or whoever back. They everybody in the world knew that he was going to the Lakers, and they were still able to get a package back. Yeah. So kudos to David Griffin and everybody working in New Orleans.
0: Yeah, and then the idea even of just keeping Drew Holiday. He's still our guy. He's the he is our our leader. Yeah, it's going to be Zion's team, but maybe not right away. And that's good. I think that's. I think if, when you can do that, if you if you're in the position to do that, as a franchise that's trying to get back to a certain level, to have like this number one guy come in that everybody's saying is the next LeBron. I mean, if you can take off some of the pressure as much as possible in this sort of weird environment that we live in now, where you're instantaneously hoping like, oh yeah, this guy better be putting up twenty five and thirty every night. Like if you can try and dial that down a little bit, expectations, then that's great. It's going to be great for your franchise in the long run, and definitely for the player. I think in the long run even if he is LeBron from day one, which I don't think people are going to expect as much right now, but this is a good squad. This is, a, they they could shock a lot of people. I think in terms of like coming out of the gate, maybe and, and like being right there and you're like suddenly like, whoa, is this a playoff team? Like, is this a borderline playoff team? Cause it's, it's withdrew, And if Zion's as good as advertised, and then some of these Lakers, especially Brandon Ingram, I think is a potential one that could be that star. It could be that you're, that you're talking about. Um, wow they, they could be a, a tough out so they're gonna be uh, look they played super super fast as it was the, the Pelicans did with Elvin Gentry and that offense think about it now I mean JJ Redick he might be older but he ain't slow he ain't gonna stop moving like transition threes and, and Zion pushing the pace and Drew's still doing that I, I love love the idea and ball he loves to push it it's gonna be I think there'll be a fun fun team to watch so yeah good on the Pelicans all right we are waiting here still, Kawhi Watch, two thousand nineteen. Um, but I guess almost in a weird way we can put these teams together, but the Clippers and Lakers, both teams in LA. Clippers retained Patrick Beverly three years forty million dollars. They got Rodney Magruder three years fifteen million. They added Mo Harkless in that fourteen butler trade. And then the Lakers have done nothing because they've signed basically Troy Daniels and Jared Dudley for minimums. Because they're waiting. They're like this has been the, the crazy part with this whole Kawhi thing. It's these three teams. Now the Raptors didn't have space to do anything anyway. But, you know, they really haven't done anything because it's like, we just got to wait and see if Kawhi is going to pick us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially the Lakers and the Clippers.
1: I would think the uh, Lakers are going to get Andre Godala. I'm just speculating. You think that happens? Yeah. But I would think the Grizzlies release him and now they have a guy who used to guard LeBron really, really well playing with LeBron. Even though they're really shallow, even though if if they don't get Kawhi, it's still a tough out. Still a really good, really good team. As shallow as they are, if you're playing AD and Braun and Kuzma and Iguodala and whoever else you throw out there in the playoffs, and they're going to get some guard that wants to play with them. That's a decent. I mean, they're shallow, no doubt. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> no matter what.
0: Yeah, they've got to get somebody, some other players on their team, <laughs> but they have to wait. I mean, this is. This is why it will be a crazy look, they still have AD and LeBron, I get that. But this will be a tough, tough blow if Kawhi picks the Raps or the Clippers. And right. then the Lakers are like, All right. Everybody's gone. And they still got Anthony yeah, Davis. They still got Anthony Davis this offseason. Yeah, yeah. They but, still And that's the risk you're gonna take if you even have a twenty five percent chance at convincing Kawhi to come join your team. I think you can do it at any time. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Even if you even if you did, then miss out on uh, the the B level free agents or the C level free agents because you just had to wait and they're all gone now for the most part. And there's some still out there, but nothing that's going to move the needle.
1: Yeah, they they go get a Cousins maybe. They pay somebody. There's going to be some guys who want to play with Anthony Davis and LeBron James.
0: If Kawhi stays with the Raps,
1: as a who's it, who,
0: who's it look worse on the Clippers or the Lakers for not getting them? Is it I Clip guess or? it's the Clippers, just because, because they got Anthony.
1: Da- because the Lakers got Anthony Davis,
0: and the Clippers recruited him for a year, like we're traveling to every game he went to, and they were rocking. really like traded half their team with the idea of like we have a good chance of getting him, and we're going to convince him to come here. Yeah, they I think were, that's right. They
1: were Rodney recruiting him for a while, no doubt.
0: But whew, man, I just want to find out. Okay, now Kawhi, I'm getting. Now I'm getting upset. Just tell us. <laughs> just tell us. Nah, I know just it's, wait.
1: Just wait. Now this podcast has a little bit of shelf life
0: <laughs> okay no, that's, true. that's true okay Uh you know and clippers again beverly no problem with that three years yeah. 40 yeah magruder he's heartless. Still, he's
1: still young beverly feels like he's an old man yeah that's true he's got an old man face he
0: does he does
1: um but uh, he's still 30 i don't think he's even 30 i don't know uh yeah i think they're all fine they're all just wait and see contracts as you said right they guaranteed lou williams end of his contract which was a nice move I think they were trying to convince Kawhi to come. Like, hey, we're gonna guarantee this guy yeah. money at the end of his contract. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. But it was like the cheapest deal. In yeah, the league. I was
0: gonna say, yeah, what a what a favor they did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you that eight million. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I could be making like maybe like fifteen, uh sixteen nah, nah nah, we'll just give it to you. It's money in advance. You can do whatever you want with it. You can triple that money if you're smart with it. Um, yeah, that's uh it probably was a bit of a play um, to entice Kawhi, which we're still waiting to find out. Okay. Couple teams left here. Grizzlies traded uh, for Andre Iguodala. They retained Jonas Valanciunas three years, forty-five million, and they traded away Chandler Parsons. These are a little more rapid, fiery. But what do you what do you think?
1: <laughs> you don't want to talk a while about. Uh, no, we're Grizz- going.
0: I mean, this is uh, deep. We're uh, here in the two yeah, two hour market, I think
1: they got a draft pick for Iguodala. Did they get two. Oh, they did, know. didn't they? No, no, no. They got one. They get one. One went to the Nets for the uh, for D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, it's good. I think I think they're. Like I said, uh, like we said about the Knicks, they should—they're taking on picks. They got younger. They got two first-round picks for the Mike Conley trade. They're starting over, which is good. And they got out of the Chandler Parsons era, which was a terrible. <laughs> shout out to 2016. Yep. Was a terrible, 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 terrible era for them. That guy barely
2: played. Uh, on fe- to the Bachelor for him.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, you're, you've been calling that. Uh, the Phoenix Sun, Suns. Excuse me. Signed Ricky Rubio three years, fifty-one million, and Frank Kaminsky two years, ten million. So the Suns got their point guard, but do you like that's it? Cool.
1: I think they overpaid. Maybe there's a Phoenix tax as well. You got to overpay.
0: So do you think it's pairs, a little too much? Money. Do you think Rubio pairs nicely with Booker?
1: Yeah. Don't defense is good. Yep. I think so.
0: I mean, we're not high on the Suns making any noise no. though. Still, no, they're not going to win a ton of games. No. Still,
1: that's unfortunate for them. I mean, it's up to uh, DeAndre Ayton getting better and and Devin Booker getting better. Rubio,
0: should, Rubio could arguably help DeAndre Ayton more than he even helps Booker. That's fair. Right? Yeah, uh, as but as just, just bringing the from... ball
1: up. Um, he's got to play to the potential of his contract or his potential because he's, he's up and down. Yeah. And as... maybe being a, an older guy now on this team, he's definitely an older guy, will help. Uh, that's a f- I guess you can talk yourself into being excited for this team because they're young, but are those young guys going to materialize is the question. Aiden's got to get. Aiden's got to be great for them to even make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, San Antonio Spurs retained Rudy Gay two years, thirty-two million. Signed Damari Carroll to a two-year deal. Spurs not doing a whole lot.
1: Some talk about Demarcus Cousins out there, and but
0: there is Demarcus Cousins talk. That's right. As got we the same this.
1: agent as Lamarcus Aldridge, uh, he just changed. Yeah, his agent. Strange. On July third. Yeah, um, <laughs>
0: wasn't happy with the uh, the phone calls they were getting or lack of them, right?
1: Guess so. You would think so. And he, he showed that he wanted to play and played hurt. And he'll be, I think he'll be he'll he'll get a decent deal. I think.
0: Really? At this point? Yeah. I mean, it could be. It could be from the Lakers. Could be from the Lakers if they, if they, if they uh, strike out here. On yeah. But,
1: uh, but as far as the Spurs, Meh. That's it. Yeah. Grade Meh. M e h.
0: But the Spurs are one of these weird teams. When we start talking about the Western Conference playoffs, it's like Spurs are always in it. They are. They're always there. And DeJounte Murray is going to be coming back. That's true. Right. I totally forgot about that. Um, And they still have all-star, borderline all-star guys in, in DeRozan and, and LaMarcus Aldridge. They run it back with Rudy Gay. Fine. Bit of a pay. I mean, two years, $32 million, Not bad. And then Demar Carroll. Demar Carroll fits our system. Demar Carroll will be great again. Watch. In the Spurs system, for sure. Uh, Minnesota Wolves signed Jordan Bell and Noah Vonley. That was it, really.
1: And missed out on D'Angelo Russell. Yep and um yeah, so not not a not a good off season for them
0: no, 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 not at all uh, Houston Rockets retained Austin Rivers, Gerald Green, and Daniel House. That's about it.
1: They're running it back,
0: yeah, after it looked like there for a week, where it was like, oh my God, what's going on here? After, Especially even after the Warriors are getting injured left and right in the finals and you're thinking, oh, the Rockets, man, they may, maybe now there's an opening. It's right there. And then suddenly there was like rumors, I guess, but Chris Paul and James Harden don't like each other and maybe they got to move on from one of them. And is this ever going to work? And now we're shopping Capella and Eric Gordon. We're trying to get Jimmy Butler. And what effect could that, the idea of trying to trade these guys, could it have any lingering effects on your locker room next year? Because it's just like, well, you didn't even want me here. I think there's something to that. <laughs> yeah, sure. There's a lot of turmoil. But all that said, they should be like, hold up, everybody chill out. We could go to the finals next year. Yeah. We team. are good. And if we all are together and we all stay healthy, now without the Mighty Warriors, yeah, there's some other great teams, but we're just, they could, you know, they think they're just as good as an improved Jazz or basically the Nuggets running it back. Or the Lakers. They dead. they yeah. think all that.
1: They should be thinking like the Raptors when LeBronto went west, that they right. that their boogeyman is gone. Their DeMarcus boogeyman <laughs> cousins. <they're, laughs> right. The Warriors are gone. The only difference is
0: the Raptors go out and get arguably the best player in the league. That's true. Uh, and the Rockets. And they're not deep. So far and
1: the turmoil was not good for their locker room. And the whole coaching situation with Mike D'Antoni not yeah. giving him an extension. That's a very strange scenario. Do you want him or do you not want him? Um, yeah. The locker room, is it, is it good enough? Is it strong enough? Is it... It's it's a, its a strange one because they should have already been to the NBA Finals. They should have already beat the Warriors in theory. Is their window closed? I think it's fair to ask that.
0: Two more teams. Oklahoma City Thunder. Really haven't heard much from them at all in this free agency period, but they retained Nerlens Noel. They signed Alec Burks. Alec Burks. Fourth team in two seasons for Alec Burks. Mm-hmm. And uh, just got Mike Muscala, trying to get some shooting, some big man shooting. Yeah, that I'll, I'll, so that's it, really. That's it. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a big meh for me. Yeah. But uh, I'll always buy some Alec Burks stock. Oh, uh, still... for no reason, for no reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you and every other team buys a little Alec yeah. Burke stock. Everybody's got yeah. a little piece but of Burks. It,
1: it's a weird one. It's a weird signing because they they need shooters really, but maybe he'll do something off the bench because he's not a shooter. He's a slasher. Yeah.
0: And then. The team that arguably did the least in terms of acquiring guys, new guys, the Denver Nuggets is our final team here. They exercised Paul Millsap's $30 million team option, and then they have agreed or reportedly agreed to the max extension for Jamal Murray. Canadians were getting paid on July 1st, or I guess June 30th. <laughs> they were getting paid on Canada Day. It was great. Um, then, So the Nuggets are, are really one of these teams that are like, we are the exact same team for the most part. Although, they I guess they do have one new addition. We're going to see him in summer league. Uh Michael Porter Jr. So does that make sense to you? 30 million dollar pick it up with Nilsap, you know, look ahead to the future here with Jamal Murray. They really truly believe in Jamal Murray. It's a lot of be, money. Being their second guy. It's a lot of that's a lot of money for a guy that only in his what, second year? Second or third year? Um third year, I guess. Yeah. That looked great. I mean, these guys putting up back-to-back 30 Point games in playoff series and then would have the duds where he couldn't hit a shot and was like the six or seven point game the duds but they would they believe <laughs> they believe in him and i think rightfully so by the way because i think i don't think he's going to be the guy that gets that extension and then it's like all right cool i'm good for life no he doesn't he's not the again i've said it a million times he's the least canadian canadian ever this guy's wired a little differently uh and in a good way uh for a basketball player i think he's a bit crazy sort of a gym rat type of guy
1: yeah, and he's 22. Yeah, and so and th- so
0: I, I I like the idea. I get it. That's a bit of a risk. It's an early risk. You didn't have to do it either. That's the other thing. But this this squad is like we're we we're good enough with these guys.
1: Yeah, they're running back and they sap. They picked up Paul Malsap's sap's <laughs> option option. Uh, man, I
2: can't.
0: Wow, talk. we are two hours plus in here. This is little, this might be the longest <laughs> podcast we've ever done.
1: Yeah, and you can you can. Pay were, Jamal Murray. What is yeah. this? Is well, I was like? gonna
0: say, we're talking more than ever because we got no, no Trey right, Kirby nobody right. else to help us out. Yeah, That's, it's we're back in 2006.
1: Yeah, <laughs> JD has to sit there and listen to basket, real basketball talk. Yeah, this was must heavy. hate yeah. it. It's, a, it's
2: great, guys. I love it.
1: Got a, got a fake laugh every I once keep, in a while.
2: Uh, a, it's a totally authentic. <laughs> <laughs> I keep refreshing, just looking for Kawhi.
0: news. Good, good. Nothing. You're, you should. Just Who's be, got a better fake laugh, Kawhi Leonard or JD? <laughs> um,
1: no, Chitty's is. He pulls it off. Uh, thanks, uh, Tess. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you got to be pumped that we're not at Summer League watching Michael Porter and Bull Bull for the Denver Nuggets, JD.
2: All right? Yeah, hey, I'm not. I'm not missing it. I'll be honest. Although I do like uh, hanging out in the Cosmopolitan at three in the morning. It's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, it's always fun. It's fun for a couple nights. Yeah, somehow. Like. Hey, like we look, we we had been to summer league for how many years? 5, five consecutive five, years, five right? Years. We got into a pretty good little uh schedule. Yeah. Where we like we we'd go have our cheap uh cheap breakfast, yep. our mm-hmm. breakfast wars. Yep. Try and find the cheapest <laughs> breakfast possible, and we did a pretty good job at times uh, in yeah. Vegas. Or you know, we're t- what were we paying? We're paying nothing. I have five bucks. Yeah, it was like five ninety <laughs> nine, four ninety nine. Anyway, we have our breakfast, and then we uh, everybody get like their workouts in. Mm-hmm. People are hitting the gym, doing their yoga, doing their bar three, and then right. it was uh, then it was a meet at the pool. It was the Bamboo Boys. That's where the Bamboo Boys started. Yep. A couple of beers in the sun. That's right. Have a couple early morning pops. <laughs> yeah, didn't have to go in till oh, what three-ish? three ish? Yeah. Yeah. Show wasn't on until nine o'clock at night. Uh, local time. Yeah, West Coast. It was a great, it's yeah. great way to end the season. You guys want to go? Right. Sure. Let's do That's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. No, <laughs> oh, thanks. Turns out you got to watch Summer League basketball when you're mm. in Summer League. Nah, yeah. it, was, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Uh, it was a lot more fun when we had to stay for five or six nights. Oh, yeah. And not the entire The 11, the entire 11 thing. shows in a row. Yeah, yeah. And we're there two weeks in Vegas tip if you ever go to vegas don't stay longer than i'll give you three days three days max you're either doing vegas wrong if you if you need to stay longer than three days you're not you're not you're not capitalizing you're not maximizing your time and uh you know killing your wallet as quickly as you could if you need to stay longer (laughs) than three days
1: (laughs) go bankrupt yeah yeah also don't go in july
0: you know, like, uh, like, like it feeling like uh, there's a yeah, hair hair dryer, hair dryer, and dryer on you when you as soon America's. as you walk out of the hotel no, and I walk across not. that pedestrian bridge to get that five ninety nine breakfast. <laughs> no, I miss it. Oh, I miss okay. the nosebleeds for no apparent reason. It's <laughs> yeah. so goddamn dry. Sorry, Paul Millsap. <laughs> nah. nah, I'm done. <laughs> no, That's no,
1: exciting. No. Paul Millsap is back. <laughs> uh, the run, just run it back. You can you can sign Jamal Murray to that contract because Nikola Jokic is turned into a number one. Option. Right. So you don't have to really worry because Jokic isn't going to get fat again. I don't think, you know, like you talked about Jamal Murray. I don't, I don't think he's, you're right. I do think he's going to just get better as a 22 year old. I also think Nikola Jokic um, isn't going to be, he's not going to regress. He's also a great young player. So yeah, they, they should just run it back. And when Millsap is done after 2020, maybe you get another great third option.
0: Well, we've got another breaking trade here. Breaking news as we uh, start to wrap this up. This is why you know you got to wrap it up. Woj says the Grizzlies are trading Kyle Korver and Javon Carter to the Suns for DeAnthony Melton, Josh Jackson, 2020 second round pick, and a 2021 conditional second round pick. I'm so upset at myself because like literally when we were talking about the Suns, what, 10 minutes ago, I was going to just slip in there. When are they ever going to trade Josh Jackson? I was going to say it. It was on the tip of my tongue. I didn't. And there he is. He's been traded to the Grizzlies. So Grizzlies going to take a somewhat of a flyer I guess on like a Melton and a Jackson get some picks. And the Suns get Kyle Korver?
1: No, the Suns are giving up on Josh Jackson. Oh, right, right, right. No, that's no, what's the, happening. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, I'm yeah. saying that they're yeah, cuz they're getting yeah, that, the, that's one of the oldest shock. players play in the league for but they're getting nothing back. D'Ron Carter is a good defensive player, but they're just giving up on Josh Jackson, which is fine. You got to. You got to at some point.
0: So there it is. That, that's probably the perfect spot. <laughs> To wrap up this super long podcast, breaking down uh, as 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 well as we could all of the teams and grading them and all their moves that they made and trying to keep our eye on Kawhi watch. Now I can't wait for this. Murphy's Law. We're gonna we're <laughs> gonna turn the mics off. We're gonna say goodbye here in a second. We're gonna turn the mics off and say, "Oh, that was fun. Great stuff." JD's gonna start getting it ready. He's gonna you know whatever you gotta do, you gotta piece it together a tiny little bit. Then mm-hmm. we're gonna start uploading it. I'm gonna get. I'll do a little write up for it. By the time I get home, what? By the time I get home from here, I'm about 20 minutes from you, JB. You're just making this longer. No, I know, I know. But I'm gonna get home. I'm gonna walk in, or it's gonna be making some uh, soup. How'd the podcast go? Great. Did Kawhi get traded? No, or did did he make his decision? No, not yet. And then I'll say, uh, put me down for a 7:20, okay? okay? 7:20 p.m. Eastern here on July 3rd. We're going to find out that Kawhi is either staying with the Raps or he's going to the Lakers. That's what we're going to find out. Mm, 720. It's just Mur- Murphy's Law. As soon as we upload this thing. That's fair. You know what's going to happen.
1: I can come back and record and talk about Josh Jackson a little bit more. They just got Kyle <laughs> Korver for jo- that's, <laughs> that's it? That's what I'm
0: saying. I mean, Carter and Korver. That's all they got. Oh, he just cut the music. No, JD, keep nah, it going. Nah, 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 now we're done. No, nah, keep it going. Keep it going. Um, Thanks so much, again, to everyone that's already following our new Twitter and Instagram accounts. The Free Agents 19 You can email us at thefreeagents2019 at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, I mean, the idea we don't have a, a set schedule in terms of releasing some of these podcasts here on this new feed throughout the summer, but hey, look, maybe we might have to do an emergency Kawhi podcast. Are you available on July 4th? <laughs>
1: I think we covered it.
0: Yeah, I gotta <laughs> uh, got race the uh, the the peach tree 10k in the morning, so I'm, oh, I'm gonna be too tired to talk about Kawhi. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do a 10k in your sleep? Oh no, it's gonna be. They already have like crazy warnings here because it's so so hot and humid, yeah, even yeah. at that time in the morning. Just how huh. stupid hot it is. Yeah, it's like it's serious. It, it like can get to the level where they're actually shut it down. I don't think they've ever actually done that. I don't know how hot or humid it has to get for that. But anyway, um, cool cool story. You got a good quote for us or anything? Yeah, sure. Uh, Are we getting the clips? Uh, Let me give it a try. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome.
1: Thanks for joining us. And remember, we'll see you around.
2: You could stay, ooh, every day.